0: Welcome to Top 5 Podcast. I'm Taylor Mitras. Back with us this week is the godfather himself, Steve Roselli. Hey Taylor, how are you? I'm great, Steve. Thanks for coming in Anytime, on such man. short notice. I love doing it. I love the wonderful ideas you bring to this table. Thank this you. This podcast table. I appreciate this it. This dinner podcast table. Uh, in this podcast room.
1: It's, it's best. It's the best.
0: It's good. It's good. I'm glad. Steve... We're both huge dorks. Yeah, we are. We're we're nerds. I wouldn't say we're dorks. No. No. Uh, We're big nerds, and I think with the recent boom in nerd culture, we have become very accepted. Yes, yes, we have. And and in some ways, experts on basic pop culture. Yes. So, Steve, now that comic books are cool.
1: My topic is top five
0: comic story arcs. Top five comic book story arcs. This is important because a comic book basically never ends. Superman's been doing the same shit since 1920 or whatever. 14 diggity too uh, Who says Diggity anymore? diggity do
1: I know Grandpa Simpson says Diggity. He does back when he was fighting the Nazis. Yeah, when he was fighting the Kaiser, I think. <laughs> Kaiser, Kaiser Wilhelm. <laughs>
0: That's how old Abraham Simpson is. Yep. Steve, (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah, so am I. I dug so deep into this subject. I did too. I got a shovel out. I
1: texted one of our buddies to help me with my top five. (laughs) I I really should have made
0: some phone calls. Shout
1: out to Cooper, one of our good friends from our old job.
0: I miss Coop. Ah, Coop's a good guy. Coop would help me. He would help you. He'd give us both the same ones and make us fight. Probably. And he would sit there and laugh at us. Laugh and laugh. You should subscribe to
1: those. He, dude, I, I might ask him to come on. You should your, ask him I will, to come on. I think he'll do it, though.
0: I think he'd do it. Yeah. I think I'd enjoy it. And he'd be mad because we picked top five comic book story arcs already.
1: Oh, no, sure. he would, he'd probably pick something different. I'm sure he'd probably do something books. comic bookish, mm-hmm. but be completely different from what we're doing.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Get me Cooper.
1: I will get you Cooper.
0: Get me Cooper on that schedule. Right, my next... It doesn't matter. Okay. I've got a booking. I've got three bookings for next month. And, Do you really? And one for this month. And I'm like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> We're short. All right, Steve. I think it's time I asked the big question. What is your number five?
1: My number five is Spider-Man Maximum Carnage.
0: Okay, Steve. I have the vaguest of memories of this. What is this Spider-Man is- Maximum Carnage?
1: This is a uh, 14-part story arc. 14's huge. Yeah, I know. And this is probably the first, I want to say, like, graphic novel book I bought Uh once I had a job. Sure. And it was one of my favorites. And also because it's based off of a super nintendo video game
0: oh i remember that game that's what i'm thinking that's
1: why this is number five for me not because of the video game because it's nostalgia for me it's very very good
0: this brings you back to to what got you started on comics exactly
1: Mm. so the story starts off with carnage is in the ravencroft asylum every comic book has some kind of asylum you got arkham asylum Ravencroft Asylum. Sure. I'm sure Superman's got an asylum somewhere
0: for his villains. Uh, I think he just throws them into the uh, Phantom Zone. Oh, that fucking sucks. It, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what I think that I is. Sure. I, think, I was like, is that correct? <laughs> I think yeah, it's I correct. I was confusing it with the one from Marvel that's the exact same thing. The Zero Zone. Or
1: yeah, that's with someone in this comic.
0: Oh, snap. Oh,
1: baby. So anyway, Carnage is in... The Asylum, like I said, mm-hmm. he's all chained up, rolling out like a Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. They take some of his blood, and the symbiote carnage comes out of Cleus Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Now, the symbiote has bonded so perfectly with him, it's in his blood, so he can never, ever lose the symbiote.
0: So, unlike Eddie Brock, who can get rid of Venom, or Spider Man, yeah. who can get rid of Venom, it's always in him. Exactly. Not that he never plus Plus, um,
1: Cassidy is so twisted
0: right because he's a, uh, he a, he's, a yeah. Yeah, he's a serial killer yeah he's a serial
1: so he kills everyone in the asylum of he course. goes down to like the prison cells mm-hmm. he meets this female inmate called shriek and she i know shriek she's like i want to say she looks like someone from kiss she's she looks,
0: like 80s big hair exactly and, yeah. And, yeah 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 well, i remember so, her from like early 90s and she shoots out like like electricity yeah Oliver.
1: yeah so he lets her out they kind of fall in love of They're course. swinging th- through the city. and He thinks he sees Spider-Man, so he shoots like, like a dagger at him with his symbiote. Sure. And it's not him. It's doppelganger Spider-Man with the fucking six arms and a mouth that. Opens. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, for the like the mutated monster Spider-Man. Yeah. Somebody's called doppelganger. Yeah, Spider-Man? that's
1: that's a great. At least he's out. not
0: called like Man Spider. No, thank God for I'm that. Like Man Bat.
1: Mm, man Bat. That's a different subject for a different. <laughs>
0: It's a different one.
1: But uh, they hook up. Spider-Man mm-hmm. goes and tries to fight them. And Cloak and Dagger show up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Cloak is... He's an African-American guy with yeah. a giant cloak that goes to that negative zone Yeah, or the negative
0: zone. And, um, and Dagger... He, he like, transports, right? Yeah. Like he can teleport people and shit? Yeah.
1: Okay. So he does that in the comic. He yeah. transports, like, Spider-Man and Dagger out of danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during this conflict dagger gets hurt or dies we're not really sure at this mm-hmm. point and she's not in there until like the end of the s- story arc right so back in san francisco eddie brock's fighting crime as an anti-hero kicking burglars ass okay and he sees on the news that carnage escaped he's like all right i'm gonna go to new york city and stop him. So that means i have to team up with spider-man you know how eddie brock feels oh, does he hates like spider-man so he goes to New York City, he finds Carnage, he loses immediately, because uh-huh. he's, like, triple-teamed. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. with Shriek and Doppelganger. Gross. I don't know, right? <laughs> so then he somehow ends up in Peter Parker's living room. Of course. With Aunt May? No, with Mary Jane, because uh, they're, worse. like, married at this point in the... Spider-Man Spider-Man, and
0: Peter Parker, and Mary Jane. First yeah. First of all, Eddie Brock. No, like, no, I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. Spider-Man and Mary Jane are married at this point, the Okay, yeah, that makes comic sense. line. Yeah. Then he goes against Black Cat, Spider-Man does, yeah. and then they go and try to fight him, but then Devil Goblin shows up. Which it, goblin <laughs> is that again? This is, this is like another doppelganger okay. of a goblin, so... The Spider-Man doppelganger and the Goblin doppelganger are from, like, an alien race. Sure. It's so confusing. Sure. So anyway,
0: they lose. They go get more people to help them. So this is the most Marvel story I've ever heard. <laughs> Do you really think this is the this most is Marvel story? This is the most story? Marvel story. They're just like, how are we going to get out of this one? I'll get some more heroes in Dude, there. Dude, pretty more much. Team you want?
1: I'll, I'll break down the teams for you. Yeah, yeah, So you've got Carnage, Shriek, Doppelganger, Demogoblin, and Carrion. Which one's carry on, dude? He's ah, he, he's he, the dead guy. Kind of. He like if he touches you, you get like the plague or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's what he is. Yep. Okay. I so recall. then Spider-Man's team. You got Spider-Man, Venom, Black Cat, mm. Night Watch is like a generic looking Spawn. Nightwatch. I'm not. If you look him up, that's what he looks like. All right. Cloak and Dagger, Captain America.
0: Oh, Cap shows up. Uh, Deathlock shows up. Deathlock, Why not? Morbius. Morbius, the, the living vampire? Yep. That's exciting. Firestarter. How are they not beating the shit out of them? There's
1: like 12 dudes. Dude, it's, it's a long story. Well, I'm not done. Oh, God. And your favorite superhero, Iron Fist. Fucking Iron
0: Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist in the comics is so much cooler than Iron Fist in the show. Yeah. The living weapon. The living Iron we- Fist.
1: Hey, I'm the Iron Fist. Tells that to everyone. Oh, my God. But Iron anyway.
0: Fist, protector of Shang Lao. Or whatever. So I'm going I'm to
1: wrap this up pretty quick. Okay. So they break into the Fantastic Four Baxter building.
0: Are the Fantastic Four... No, they're, they're
1: off doing some other stuff. Galavansia. Like, Dude, I don't know where the rest of the Avengers are. They're off in Europe fighting, like, Doctor Doom or something. Yeah. So Spider-Man and Venom take this, like, sonic vacuum.
0: Yeah. Because s- Sonic is what fucks up the The symbiote, yeah.
1: So they think it's going to suck up the Carnage symbiote. Come to find out it's already, like, in his blood, so he yeah. just regenerates it. So, by the end of this long 14 arc story, they defeat Carnage. Yes. And he gets taken away again.
0: How'd they defeat him? Just pummeling him into Yeah, pretty first. much.
1: They pummel him into submission. They just punch him to death. Yes.
0: That's why I don't like Spider or Superman stories. It's like, how's he going to solve this one? Oh, probably by punching something real hard. Probably, or but... Or doing some bullshit.
1: All right, Taylor. What is your
0: top five? My number five... Comic book story arc is Hellblazer Dangerous Habits. Ooh, Dangerous Habits is the comic arc that the movie is sort of based off of. The
1: Keanu Reeves movie? The
0: Keanu Reeves movie, which if you pretend it's not a Hellblazer movie, Mm -hmm. is a fine, fine movie. Yeah, it's
1: a pretty decent movie. I
0: have no problems with that movie as long as you don't call it Constantine. They could have called it anything. And I've been like, yeah, that makes sense. Because they were like, you know that guy who's very British? Let's make him Keanu Reeves. And instead of being British, let's make it uh, Los Angeles. Instead of any of the other stuff, let's make it a different thing. Don't you
1: hate when they do that?
0: I'm like, just make a new movie. Just
1: make a new movie. It'd be cool. Oh, well, they tried to make a TV show. Uh, and it turned to like, a, pr- a police procedure. It was procedure. a police
0: procedural. And and that one, I was like, oh, all right, cool. So Constantine's English this time. And then he's just going to show up in where? Oh, America. And do what? Solve crimes. I'm like, oh,
2: mm. I don't
0: give a shit about that. I don't, yeah. don't want to watch that. I want to watch him sacrifice his friends because he's a selfish monster. Because he going to sacrifice someone in this story. Oh, if, you, if you're in a comic and John Constantine's like, this is my friend Steve. Fucking run, you're dead. Aww. If he ever is like, I bet it call me old mate and I bet he'll help me out. And if you're not Chaz, you're dead.
1: You're dead. <laughs> well, You're dead. Wait, well, Shia LaBeouf did die in that movie. Oh, he
0: did he die. He did die
1: in that movie. They killed him. Yeah.
0: Chaz in the comics is a British cabbie who knows kung fu. I know, right? You yeah, find, I don't know if it's kung fu. Well, Shia
1: Buff did not know kung fu. But, but anyway, God, that's so, why he died. So tell me about...
0: All right. So so Hellblazer, Dangerous Habits. So John Constantine, our very cool hero who smokes a lot, finds out he has cancer. And he's dying. They're like, nah, you're, you're dying. And he's like coughing up blood. And he's like, okay, cool. So I go to the hospital. He's like, what's the treatment? And they're like, you're going to die. You shouldn't have smoked for 40 years. And he's like, oh, good call. So he he's trying to cure himself of cancer. It's a very selfish mission he's on. So first he goes to Ireland to see his, his buddy, uh, uh, Brendan Finn.
1: Okay. Brendan Finn?
0: Irish Mick Irish Brendan Finn he sounds like a good old lad oh he's a good guy and he goes Brendan, I got a problem I I got cancer and Brendan goes yeah me too I was gonna call you and see if you had anything for that and Brendan's dying of liver cancer because he's a drunk so so he goes all right John we're dying That's the end of it he goes, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it through the night let me show you something. Takes him down to the cellar of this okay. old Irish manor house. Goes through a secret passage and there's a hidden pool mm-hmm. in the basement. Not a police one. Like a, like a like a little lake. Like a little pond. Yeah. And he, he, he goes, John, this pond was blessed by St. Patrick. And he goes, and if you do a certain incantation, and he lights some candles and says some holy words, and the pool turns into beer. Oh, beautiful beer. So it's like, it's like Holy Guinness. It's the holiest of beers. Oh, Stephen. Oh, drink me a St. Patrick's beer. What happens
1: if you drink this beer? Oh,
0: you get drunk and it's the best beer in the world. Oh, so they get drunk on the best beer in the world. Yeah. And, and at a certain point in the night, you know, 1130 at night, Brendan says, that's it for me, John, I'm out. And he just dies. Oh, he dies. he just dies? He just dies. And Satan shows up. Oh, that's not good. First of the fallen. And and, and John's like, hi, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I have to collect your friend Brendan's soul because he sold it for the best beer in the world, which is what they were drinking. Are you serious? He sold his soul. And, he, and, and John's like, why are you here? Like, wouldn't you send a, a minor demon to do this? And he goes... Well, Brendan was very old school and said, "You have to, you have to collect my soul by midnight on the night I die." So the, the Satan has to. Satan has okay. To. And John says, "Well, while you're here, have a beer with me." And and this is the holy beer that there's okay. an altar covered in candles and incantations. So let me get this turns the holy beer into, or the the water and the yeah. holy water into beer. So
1: Constantine. And Satan are drinking this holy beer while his dead buddy is just lying there. Just lying there. Okay.
0: Getting ready to have his soul dragged to hell. Yeah. So Satan takes a drink with John and John kicks over this altar and the holy beer turns back into holy water and Satan's still drinking it and like his face melts off. What? And so John takes a beer bottle and fucking smashes it over his head and at this point... It is now past midnight. So he can't take... He can't take his soul. Oh, damn, dude. Isn't that cool? Why didn't they make this into a movie? It's so much cooler than what they put in the movie. And I'm like, man, I really would have enjoyed seeing this. Now, in the comic, what, what does Satan actually look like? Is he like... Uh, uh, very attractive. He, since he was an angel, yeah, he's like a very attractive man. Ah, so he doesn't look like that—the
1: Russian guy from the movie, right? Okay, right,
0: right. he's not. He's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's
1: like an everything. He's yeah. a character actor.
0: He is a character actor. Hmm. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> with the dirty feet, I love that. Yeah, it's such a good visual. So, so Satan, you know. John runs out and Satan goes back to hell and swears vengeance on John Constantine for tricking him out of a soul. So John goes around, talks to some more friends. There's really no way out of this for him. Yeah. He's hacking up blood left and right. There's like a chunk of lung in his hand at this point. Oh. It's disgusting. And and so one night he draws a pentagram and he summons the three lords of hell separately. First, he summons Satan. He goes, you get me out of this, I'll sell you my soul. After he tricks him. After he tricks him. Okay. And Satan's like, all right, all right, sure, John, your soul. Yeah. Maybe I'll get you out of this. We'll see. Summons the next Lord of Satan of hell, which I believe is Beelzebub, and he's like, I pledge my soul to you, Beelzebub. Beelzebub is like, yes, I have the soul of John Constantine. He's like a bug monster, if I remember correctly. And, and then he leaves, and then he summons the, the last lord of hell, which mm-hmm. I want to say is Ezreal. That sounds about right. Yeah, I'm going to say it's either Ezreal or Asmodeus. Why do I know so many demons from hell? Well, it's a pretty good comic. It is. So. It is. Some of them are in Sandman, too.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, it's so they're cool. in the same universe? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. um, Swamp Things there, too. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Not, not in this That's part. not important. Yeah. Not, not important. So basically, he sells a soul to three different lords of hell. And then John dies, and the lords of hell come to collect. And what they realize is each of them has rightful claim to that soul. They're all macho dudes who have to look real tough when they go back to hell, so there's no way they can forfeit the right to that soul. So the only way is to go to war with each other, over John's soul which will cause hell to grow to chaos which will make them vulnerable to say a rival faction like heaven and it would basically ruin everything for them yeah so Satan first the fall and says that's it that's it bringing you back to life and I'm curing your cancer and that cool scene in the movie yeah. he just reaches his hands and he pulls out the black it, is that what he does like in yeah, the like, that's comic. in the comic oh, that has yeah, super cool and uh, I, I wish the art was a little bit better, but it, it is very It's good. from like the 80s, right? I think, How yeah, I think early, late 80s, early yeah. 90s, somewhere in there. Because that's when um, the uh, DC started recruiting British um, uh, uh, writers and writers, stuff. So yeah. this was Garth Ennis, who's a, a Scotsman. And it really solidified like his role as one of the best uh, uh, comic book authors. So John gets away... Scott free basically, but he knows when he dies, he's going to hell. He's right? going to hell. Damn, dude! Seriously, they should have made that whole story arc into the movie. It would have been way better.
1: Yeah, it would have been way better. Damn, great! That was, oh, good. Right? That was pretty go- good, dude. I don't, if I don't know. I don't know. I could top that one. From That's number my number four. five. Oh, dude. Okay, you ready for my uh, number four? I am so
0: ready, Steve. All right,
1: my number four is a pretty short story arc, mm-hmm. but it has major implications to the Batman continuity. Ooh,
0: tell me about this.
1: This story arc is The Killing Joke. Ah, The Killing Joke! Ah, it's ah, it's pretty good story.
0: My love and hate for The Killing Joke.
1: So I'll start off with, so pretty much The Killing Joke is like an unofficial origin story for the Joker. Right and some of some of the artists or the writers accepted. I think some don't because they they all had different
0: they all changed this is Alan Moore wrote this right I
1: believe so yes Alan Moore did write this so I'll start off with the Joker's origin Mm -hmm. so he's like a they give him no name in the right in his origin story he's a stand up comedian who's uh, not that great apparently yeah yeah he's funny though but not that great he's got a pregnant wife yeah uh Mm Jeannie and to make ends meet he agrees to do a crime with these gangsters. Sure. As they're discussing what they're gonna do at the uh, Ace Chemical Plant.
0: Oh, it's always the Ace it's Chemical al- Plant. It's always not least. a good place no, to it's hang not. out.
1: The cops show up at this like bar yeah. and tells the comedian, "Your wife's dead. She fell down some stairs, and the baby's dead too because it wasn't born yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like sitting there. He's like, I-, "I can't do this. I can't do this crime for you guys." And yeah. They're like, "No." You're doing it. You can't back out now. Exactly. So they go to the Ace Chemical Plant and they give him the original Red Hood costume.
0: And this is like a big red goofy dome thing, right? Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's a. It looks like a pill. Like it's a, like yeah, it's like a big clitoris. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like on his head, and then like he can he can't really see out of it. Right, because it's just a red glass. Thing Dang, on his head, and he's it's not like, even like a fishbowl, and he's like, like wearing Mysterio. a tux, yeah, 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 right? Batman. Doesn't he have like a, a tux cape? He's too? got like a
1: cape too, yeah. and dude, to be honest, if you're robbing a chemical plant. I wouldn't dress up, not with this outfit on, no, you look no. goofy as hell. What
0: was the plan? Maybe just to have a fall guy?
1: So, Batman shows up, and we all know the rest of the story. That's right. Uh, the man in the red hood falls into the, the chemicals, out comes. The Joker, absolutely. and he is just broken. Oh, he goes crazy, and we all know that. So let's flash forward, okay, to like present time. In this, I want to say this is like happening in like oh, I want
0: to say the late 80s, early 90s. I think this was because Alan Moore had a lot of pull to be able to do what he did and have this continuous part of the content, yeah.
1: But we'll get to where the,
0: where it all happens. My big so, complaint with Alan Moore. We'll, we'll, we'll touch oh, that. Okay. Okay. So, we, like I
1: said, we fast forward. Batman goes visits the Joker in Arkham si- Asylum. Of course. Asylum, God bless it. And as he's talking to him, he, the Joker's not singing. He's just playing with some cards. He grabs him and realizes it's not him. Right. He's escaped somehow, it's, again.
0: It, he's replaced him with some, some guy. Basically. Exactly. He's like, you he told me to just just to
1: do this? And he's all freaking out.
0: Right, right, because now he's in a cell with Batman. Yeah. You know, who Batman's
1: wants to, angry. Who wants to be in a cell with Batman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've come to find out Joker is looking to purchase this old, run-down amusement park. Of course he is. And he's talking to the owner. And he shakes the owner's hand because they agree that he's going to sell to him. He's got like this little... Buzzard thing, got the hand buzzer, right? The hand buzzer. He shakes his hand, but the buzzard injects the Joker toxin right into him, and all you see is the Joker walks away with that big goofy smile on his victim, yeah, that him. like
0: rigor mortis grin frozen on his yeah. face. Yeah,
1: and then as Batman's looking for the Joker, we go to Barbara Gordon's apartment.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is
1: this where you got your? No, this
0: isn't where it started. I, I am bummed out because I am a huge Batgirl fan. I think Batgirl's a cool story. I think it's it's a good role model for women. And I think it's a real bummer that Alan Moore decided to take a lot of that away. Yeah,
1: so I'll get to, I'll get to right, that. So she's there with her father, Jim's Gordon, the commissioner of sure. Gotham Police. Uh, the doorbell rings, she opens it. It's a Joker in a Hawaiian shirt. I love the Hawaiian shirt. He, he has a, a
0: big funny hat. He's got a big funny. He, he's on vacation, right? He's, he's on got yeah. a vacation. he's got outfit. some flippy flops on. Yeah, sure. He's got a gun. Yeah,
1: pointed right at her. Oh yeah, and shoots her in her belly. Yeah, and yeah. out through her spine and paralyzes oh, yeah. her from the waist down. Yep. They take Commissioner Gordon, and before he, they leave, I had to look this on, up online. It's not implied. That, that thing that you hate. Yeah, yeah,
0: It's not implied. It's not implied. It's not, but I it's ha- still very unpleasant. It's
1: still, he's unbuttoning her shirt, and he's oh, taking yeah. naked pictures of her. Oh,
0: yeah. It's a real fucked up thing this, to be in a comic book. Yeah. I, and I just talked about Satan for 10 minutes.
1: <sighs> Dude, this, when you first read it, it was shocking what he was doing. Shocking. To and like I said, I had to look online, like, did he rape her? Did he not? Apparently, the community agrees that he did not rape her. I'm going
0: to say he did not, because I don't think, joker has a sexual impulse like that i think he knows what freaks people out yeah but i don't think he'd be selfish with it so and also i choose to believe that yeah to keep reading the stories
1: exactly so batman visits barbara in the hospital you gotta catch she's like you gotta catch the joker he's gonna murder my father and we see jim
0: god he's he's naked naked too
1: and he's like tied into like a like a love boat type ride.
0: Yeah, he's in like a tunnel of love. Yeah,
1: and this is implied, because I also looked this online, that the Joker gives him LSD. He
0: is freaking out. Oh, like a lot. A lot. The
1: Joker wants to like mentally break Commissioner Gordon. Oh,
0: absolutely. That's what a lot of this is. Yes. Yeah. getting Commissioner Gordon, and by getting him, you get the Batman.
1: Exactly. So, as the ride's going, as he's got like these like, Evil like midgets on him, like taunting him. You remember? Yeah, that? yeah, yep. Oh, they're so creepy.
0: Ugh, and circus freaks. You
1: see like blown up pictures of Barbara Gordon. You see like her naked. She's bleeding out. Yeah. He's like,
0: "My daughter!" Oh my
1: god! Joker's just fucking laughing at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he does like this huge monologue somewhere in the story. I I don't have in front of me, and it's too long to it's read long. anyway. So Batman shows up and. Yep. Joker, and him fight through the amusement park, and at the end, Batman captures him, and the Joker tells like this joke, uh, and the Batman like laughs, yeah. and then the ending is so um, ambiguous. Yeah, you don't know like if the ba- if Batman kills him or just knocks him out. But right. we, you know, but with this story though. We know that he knocks him out because it's added to the Batman continuity. Right. And Batgirl is paralyzed from this point on until the new 52. New 52. Which came out, I want to say 2012. I'm not sure.
0: That sounds right. 2012, 2011? Yeah, because they did we're, another decent. We were looking at Toys R Us yeah. when it came out. Yeah. I started there in 2011. So it might have been... Two, yeah, but I think it might... It might 2012... 2011. Somewhere. And so, and then Batgirl's Batgirl again. She yep. can yep. do everything. Yep. She does get paralyzed in the new 52 and then gets better. Wait, what? Yeah, I can't remember how oh it happens, but she gets paralyzed and then um, uh, they put a. She invents a chip that goes in, like, the back of her head that unparalyzes her. I know. But what we got out of that was there's like a lot of recovery for her yeah and and it's actually a it's a good storyline of watching listening. that would be a good one i could have done that one of of batgirl getting better and and kind of coming to grips with things yeah that would have been cool and that's when she moves out of gotham oh she's not in gotham anymore um she might be back but she was in one of the local boroughs she was in like the brooklyn of gotham is she still in that weird costume the purple one? Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, I love that costume. Because that costume, they, they had to do so many silly things because she was moving out of the Bat Cave and it was like back yeah. on her own. And she had a storage garage full of Bat stuff. And uh, it got blown up. And So she had um, to make her
1: own costume. Right, she gotcha. had to make her
0: own costume.
1: All right, Taylor, what is your number four?
0: Steve... I, I'm feeling bad because I picked some weird ones.
1: No, I do. I picked m- mostly mainstream stuff, so I appreciate the, uh, the variety that you bring. I'm glad
0: that we're going in the order we're going in because I'm looking forward to talking about Batman some more later. Um, number four, for me, it's a one-shot. Okay. Um, but it encompasses a full storyline, and it's Sandman, three Septembers and a January. Okay. So this is, the Sandman can be kind of like the mysterious stranger or Doctor Who, like a character, someone's going to make fun of me, the Doctor. I don't know who's nerdy on this. Um, so it's, it's a character that can come and go anywhere in time, and really the Sandman a lot of times is just a part of someone else's story. Mm-hmm. So for this, he's a part of the story of someone who is a, was a real person. It's the story of uh, of Emperor Joshua Norton, the first, the first emperor of America, <laughs> the first emperor of America. He's the first emperor of these United States. Okay, first and only. Uh, so, we open up on regular old Joshua Norton, and he's got a straight razor. It's like eighteen fifty in San Francisco, and he's gonna cut his own throat. Oh, okay. And and um, the Sandman is part of. Uh, he's an anthropo- anthropomorphic representation of dreaming. He's the personification of an action. Yeah. He is dream. He is dreaming. He is that. So he has brothers and sisters. His brothers and sisters are Destiny, Death. I have to do them in order: Destiny, Death, Dream, Destruction. They all start with D. Desire. Oh. Despair in delirium, who used to be called Delight. Um so sitting next to Joshua is his sister Despair, who's like this little troll monster, this little naked troll, and she's like, Yes, despair for me. <laughs> Your life is meaningless. You are nothing you can and she's just like mocking him as 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 he's Joshua like is just staring in the mirror with a straight razor, like, here we go, this is it, calling he's, it He's gonna do it. And and Dream shows up in and, and desires like, Aha, I, you've you've reacted you've come to my summons and, and he's like, What is going on? And Dream is a very uh he's David Bowie. Um
1: Wait Dream's David Bowie?
0: If you can imagine him as a, a dark haired David Bowie with black That's what eyes, Dream looks like. That's what Dream looks okay. like. Okay. So he's kinda like the thin white Duke period of David Bowie. Oh, all right, all right. So um eighties comics. And and Despair says, "Is there anything you could do to keep this guy from killing himself? Is there anything you are powerless to keep him out of my domain of despair?" Yeah. This proves I'm stronger than you. And dreams like, "All right, cool. You're stronger than me. I don't give a shit." And she's, uh, she says something that gets him going. Something about his brother. She's like, "You don't care. You think you're too good for us. You won't challenge me because my the other younger sister's uh, desire and mm-hmm. delirium." She's like. They'll back me up on this. We're all together, much stronger than you. And, I, I have a question, yeah, real quick.
1: Um, does the salmon fight like his brothers and sisters? For, like did... he,
0: they they have internal squabbles. Okay. Ultimately, um, his sister Desire kind of sets in motion what kills him.
1: Okay. Okay. Spoiler
0: alert: He does. It's a comic from 1993. That's not a big spoiler. No, it's not really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, but that would be your, like your antagonist then? Yeah, okay.
0: there are a, a lot of ways the antagonist. And sometimes they get along, sometimes they don't. They they all have factions amongst each other. I mean, really, if we want to do the overarching antagonist, the Doc Ock to his Spider-Man, yeah. is his, his sister Desire. Okay. Who is also a brother. Yeah, okay. Sir Mafrodite. Whatever, all right, all right, whatever. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry, I just need to No, I'm glad you're asking me because I'm explaining it to both you and the audience. I know because I forget. Um, so, so the Sam mentions, All right, I'll challenge, all right, I'll enter this. And he goes, He grabs Joshua the head, he goes, Sleep. And He goes, What do you dream? and Joshua's. dream of being a boy in africa I, I dream of when i was a great businessman i dream of this time i gambled all everything on a ship that was sunk and i lost everything and he goes i moved to this country America's from south africa And he goes and he's like i moved to america because i believed in dreams and i this is a country without a king and he goes and sam says all right i will give you a dream the Emperor of uh, of America. Turn to the next page, and he's writing the proclamation of of uh, of the Emperor of America, and and he hands it off to the newspaper, and he says, uh, "Delegates from all the states have to have to come to San Francisco, which is the new capital of America, and and you know swear fealty to me, and I I will explain, you know how this is gonna go." And the newspaper goes, "Fuck it, print it. It'll be crazy. It'll mm-hmm. be fun." And then we skip forward a few years. And at this point, he is very clearly a hobo, like a poor man, and he's wearing like a band outfit with a big top hat. Oh, really? Like, like, like a like a doorman yeah, in yeah, New York yeah. City, kind of. Yeah. But he's swaggering about because he is the the emperor, and he he goes out for a drink with Mark Twain. Oh, that's they, pretty cool. they really new. Yeah. Each other. Okay. It's it's fun. Um, and and Mark Twain's explaining to him like, you know, this is this is a story about a jumping frog. And he kind of tells him it's the, uh, he's telling him the jumping frog of Calabasas County, I want to say. I I know. It, it was a very famous short story by Mark Twain. I know. That's what used to be entertaining. Uh, yeah. And Norton's like, oh, you're going to be, let me write this down. You're going to be the new, you know, poet laureate of America. Look at that. You're going to have that. And Mark Twain's like, wow, that means great. So Sandman's sitting in the back in a bar, and we never really know if people can see him or not. Yeah. And, and uh, his sister Delirium, basically Insanity Incarnate, is like, I don't know if he belongs to me. Like, he's clearly crazy, but he's also not crazy. Like, he is not a slobbering madman. He has dignity. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's an adult. He's <laughs> like, just living out, like, this fantasy. But he's living out a fantasy... That to him is just as real as, as reality. And, and dreams like he has a dream. He follows the dream. And we move on. We jump forward years. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Norton's walking around and he's, he's older. He's a little mm-hmm. shabbier. He's got a bigger beard. And he goes to, he gets uh, what, uh, a Chinese guy, I can't remember his name. Aha, uh-huh, I wanna say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> Aha! Uh-huh. He's a terrible. Like I'm, like I'm not gonna remember, and I'm gonna sound like an asshole trying to. Yeah, it's okay, it's fine. You're not gonna remember. Tells him he has to go to this bar, and uh, in in this kind of spooky, you know, western bar, Mm -hmm. um, uh, a dead druggist tries to sell him whatever he wants. Basically, a, a a dead man says, "All right, what do you want? Do you want this house? You can have it. You can have this house." you're a king you should have this big mansion oh you want queens we can have queens he pulls out like 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 playing cards like playing cards that are queens of oh, queens it's like you want to see them with clothes on or clothes off i got them both. Whoa. and he's like come on all you gotta do is want it all yeah. you gotta do is desire this and he's like it's not right this isn't right what you're offering I, I, i'm a man of dignity i don't need it you get out of here you get out of here with this shit and and outside in a carriage is sitting dream and his sister desire and she says what do you mean he didn't want it
1: what he do you didn't, mean want, he didn't it. want he's it? dignified he didn't
0: want it Well, you didn't want it
1: so now like um dream and what was the other one a desire desire now they're all are they always in the background of them?
0: they're they're kind of peeping in on him oh, okay. at different times so you'll you'll see you know three panels with or three pages without him and then there they are then they pop back and you up you kind of see them like as he's being tested other yeah. words being judged characters kind of uh, and it gets to the very end, and it's uh, the last one. It's a January. It's him in the rain, and he's got this little umbrella, and he's trying to push his way to an engagement in the rain, and he falls down, and he dies. Aw. I right know. And then Dream's eldest sister, Death, Death comes true. for him. She's a cute little 80s girl. She's the cutest. You gotta, I'll pull up a picture. All right. Um, you pull up a picture. I'll pull up a picture. I got the, I got the yeah. yeah got she's, the, the she's the cutest. I used to have a button with her with her face on it. So, so she says you know the, time's up you're dead how do you how do you feel and he goes well you know I I had a good life I was you know Emperor of the United States I was uh, you know I, I, I did good things I lived a, a modest life and she says well you know I've known a lot of kings I I've known a lot of emperors and you're one of the best and she goes I think you were my favorite and it kind of ends with explaining that when he died, 30,000 people, not exaggerating, 30,000 people flooded the streets of San Francisco to go to his funeral.
1: That's kind of pretty cool. It's That's pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah,
0: It's pretty cool. And the mayor said in, um, you know, this big speech, he said, hang on, I wrote it down. Did you write it down? I wrote it down. I wanted to remember it. Unlike me the joke here. <laughs> I wrote down a lot of other things. Um, no, I didn't write it down. Uh, but it basically said that, you know, unlike any other kings, he's never killed or, you know, robbed anyone. He's never taken land. He's never disenfranchised the people.
1: He was beloved by the people. The people loved him.
0: He was a good king. Hmm. First
1: emperor of America.
0: First emperor of America. Real guy. Joshua Norton. 1818 18 to eighteen eighty.
1: I kind of want to read Sandman now. Oh, Sandman's great. That seems like like something I would like. Sandman's great. You want to borrow them? I got
0: them. All right. I got doubles. Do you really? Yeah, because I I bought the Omnibuses, and they came in these huge, like, leather-bound books. Yeah, that's the way to buy them, Oh, yeah. They're gorgeous, but I still have the the trade papers. All right. I think it's time to take our first break. All right. All right. Here we go, and we'll be back with Number three. (laughs) Top five podcasts. We're counting down your top five best comic book story arcs of all time. Of all time! Um, It's a lot of pressure for us. I I know. (laughs) Of all time? Of all time that we've read. Yeah. So, so far we've had Maximum Carnage. We've had uh, Hellblazer, Dangerous Habits. We've had The Killing Joke. An epic, The Killing Jake. Yes. One of consistently voted one of the top 10 most important comics of all time. Yep. And uh, and an obscure Sandman comic. Oh, so, th- oh
1: What was it, Three Septembers? In, three Septembers and a January? January. That
0: was a pretty interesting uh It's a weird comic. one, and, and I think it's worth a read because... Well, I'm going take you 10 minutes. Take yeah. you 10 minutes! It's a one shot. Steve, what is your number three... My number
1: three is The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, Steve. By the great Frank Miller.
0: Oh, oh Steve. I consider this Frank Miller's best work, and he wrote Sin City.
1: Dude, he wrote Sin City. He did 300, as we know. Yep. He did... Year one. Year one. He did Daredevil. He
0: He killed... was, he was uh, the head writer on Daredevil for Yeah, he killed Elektra. Yeah, he was, was the him. one that
1: killed Elektra. Oh, he did the... um. Man without fear storyline, where he's like, you remember in the first season of Daredevil, he's got that old yeah that costume yeah with the blind with the blindfold yes. and everything. That's what that comic's oh. kind of based. That's what that's based off of.
0: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. But anyway, The Dark Knight Returns. This is set in in a not too distant future. Batman's fifty five years old because the reason Frank Miller made Bruce Wayne fifty five is they never age.
0: Right, he's like. Batman can't be young this whole time, so he ages Batman. I heard he said, Batman can't be, I can't be older than Batman.
1: Yes, yeah, I think that's what he said.
0: <laughs> Which is selfish, and I'm so glad he went with it.
1: So the story starts off with uh, Bruce Wayne racing a car. He's got this glorious mustache, by the way. Oh, he did he's have a got mustache. A must- he did have a mustache. I think I
0: remember there was a scene where Alfred was like, Master Bruce, what happened to a mustache? I'll get to that. Oh, yeah. And um, as
1: he's racing it, uh, he's going too fast and his pit crew's like, you gotta slow down Bruce. He's like, no, I'm not gonna slow down fucking Bruce Wayne. And <laughs> he starts losing control but he ejects himself out of the car and not, no one knows he's Batman and he survived.
0: That, that, that scene where he's in the car which is just one panel. I, yeah. Uh, one page, I There's think. There's one page. Has one of the best lines of all time that I, he goes, where he's just about spin out of control and he's, he's like, this would be a good death.
1: Yes, because he's, he's
0: bored. He's bored. And reason, he's like, I could end it like this.
1: The reason he's not fighting crime at the beginning of the story is, is there was like a government superhero act where they all had to sign. They all become puppets of the government. Yeah, Like good old Clark Kent Superman becomes pretty much a puppet. It's essentially for...
0: superhero registration, yeah. like, in, like in a certain Marvel series. Yeah.
1: I have a question for you. Hmm. Do you know the president? during oh it's Ronald Reagan it is Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. I wanted to see if you knew
0: it's Ronald Reagan so yeah so Superman's like a one the, it's one of the reasons it's so dated yeah like, going back you look at and it's like oh this is great the fuck is Reagan doing here uh, it's, dude, he wrote this comic in 86 that's older than I thought. Yeah, I, th- I actually thought it was in the 90s. I thought it was like 89, but no, you're, you know what? You're right, because I think 89 Batman, Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. I don't think that could have happened without Dark Knight Returns.
1: Probably not.
0: Not like, it would be another Adam West. Yeah. So anyway,
1: Batman starts getting the itch to go fight crime, because you got this new group called the Mutants. The Mutants. And you got their leader, who's like this big steroid, Guy, yeah, he runs them.
0: Yeah, and don't they? They like file down their teeth into spikes. Yeah, and they, they say like they say have some of the coolest sayings like slice and dice and slice and dice. Other stuff, they, and they sound like uh, the guy from Clockwork Orange to me. Like they just have a ton of weird catchphrases. Yeah, like, listen here, my droogs, it's time for the old in and out and the super violence. Pretty I'm much, like, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of how they sound to me.
1: So Batman has like this dream, and he wake he sort of like. Sleep walks into the Batcave. Yeah. And then that's when Alfred asks, Master Wayne, what happened to your mustache? He touches his upper lip. Yeah, that's up. right, he
0: touches it because he didn't even realize yeah. that he shaved off his mustache.
1: While this is happening, um Harvey Dent gets re-reformed into mm-hmm. society. His face is no longer Two-Face. He's had the plastic surgery done. Right, right. And while this press conference is going on, you see the Joker in the background in Arkham Asylum watching this on TV, he's just in this catatonic state. He's just, mm-hmm. like, you know, just not saying anything. He's just staring a hole through the TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we f- we jump ahead, Batman's fighting crime again. Mm-hmm. He's fighting in the mutants. He saves a young girl and her friend, Carrie Kelly, mm-hmm. who later on becomes his Robin in the story. Right, girl Robin. Jason Todd's dead at this point in this story.
0: Yeah, because I don't think they've done Red Hood yet or am I confused Dick Grayson.
1: No, oh, Dick Jay- Gra- Who
0: di- was it Jason Todd died?
1: Jason Todd dies in the death in the family.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So um Dent goes back to
0: crime because psychologically he's still not there. He's 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 not and and I remember they took away the duality in his face. Yeah. But I don't think that's enough to change what's on the inside.
1: Yeah. And he's got bonds through, like, in this one building, and Batman comes up and stops. And there's a great, like, scene where Batman's, like, on a construction crane, I think. And he's got, like, a rifle.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's... I remember that. And I remember thinking, what the hell is Batman up to? Yeah. He does. He's got a big old rifle.
1: They took... I'll get to this later on. Yeah. And And, um, you know, he stops Dent, And this is where I get confused. Like, they show, like, a panel with him, like, with his normal face. And then they show one... Like where he's got the two face again, yeah. So did he? Is he just saying that in his mind he's not?
0: I think in his mind he still sees two. Faces okay, so because, that's where I got confused. Yeah, that's that's how I took it. Okay, I, but I think they're being a little artistic with it. I took, I took it where he just
1: sliced up his, he just oh, carved up his face. That's think how think I took that. it Maybe when I first read it. Maybe just recarve his face, but that, it gets confusing. That is confusing. So, you know, later on, Batman goes fights. The mutians, mutant leader in like a garbage dump. Yeah, I remember. And there's a great scene where he's in the Batmobile. You remember what this Batmobile looked like? It was like? like a
0: tank. It, Wasn't it was like, with
1: rubber bullets, and he was just like pummeling. He, he people? pummeled like his like group, and you just see the leader's like, "Come fight me, Batman!" He's got like a sword and a torch in a hand. Yeah, and you, he's just yelling at the Batmobile, right? And Batman comes out, and dude, Batman like pretty much loses his fight for oh, most of it. Because he's, at this point, he's slow. He's, he's slow, yeah. big.
0: Like, he's huge. He's bigger than any Batman we've seen. But he's slow. He's old. And he's always saying, too slow, old man.
1: Yeah. You're and not moving
0: fast enough.
1: Eventually, he does beat him, because the leader does end up in prison.
0: Yeah. Until uh, uh, Batman pulls him into the mud, and that slows down. That's later. That's uh, later. Okay. Yeah.
1: But uh, Carrie... Kelly shows up and she's dressed up as Robin. Wasn't she
0: driving the Batmobile? At one
1: she point? um Yeah, he, she gets him back to the Batcave and Alfred's like, if it wasn't for her, you'd be dead. Mm-hmm. And he's got bandages up and everything. So he gets together with Commissioner Gordon, because Gordon's going to retire after this right. after this capture. And The leader sort of kills the mayor, from what I remember. The mayor goes in and talks to him.
0: Oh, doesn't he, like, just bite into the mayor? I
1: think he bites into his neck. Yeah. And, like, brutalizes him. That
0: sounds familiar.
1: And he lets out the leader. He's crawling through this, like, sewer hole. He ends up back at the dump. Right. And, like, his group's there. But this time, like you said, Batman fights him in the mud. That's right. So now they're both kind of like evenly matched.
0: Yeah, they're all both slow, and Batman's not pulling punches this time.
1: And he's he's kicking the crap out of the leader. Oh, yeah. So Batman wins again. Yeah. And the Joker sees that Batman's back, and he you see this panel with his
0: smile pops up. He's like, "Darling." Oh yeah, because the Joker can't be the Joker without Batman. They're two sides of a coin. Exactly. And so anyway, fast forward again. Batman is dressed up as an
1: old woman.
0: This is the weirdest like little interlude, and I'm like, I get it. It's kind of like a detective's Comics thing, like yeah. Master of Disguise Batman. But it's so gross and weird. Yeah,
1: like the the way he looks is creepy enough you, as it is. Was this when
0: um Bruno was was the the Nazi lady was was um was robbing a. a robbing a convenience yeah yes,
1: that was that was her, yeah the, he's flying like this nazi group
0: there's it's it's always bothered me and they i'm sure they've fixed it but in the in the collection i had bruno had i was the nazi lady she had swastikas on her butt like drawn onto her butt and the oh, penciler shit. drew them backwards and the inker inked over them backwards. Oh, yeah. And it got all the way to the colors before they went, wait a minute, that's not right. Didn't they draw a swastika on her boobs? Like a huge one? Or oh, shy? probably. I can't remember. It, she was gratuitous. And it, it was just, so you could still see that there were swastikas drawn backwards on her ass. Yeah. And then redrawn in just red ink over it. Okay. Correctly. And it always bothered me. I'm like, no one bothered to fix that. Okay, that's fine. Whatever.
1: So, as he's fighting this Nazi boob lady. Yeah. Superman, like, sends, like, a message with his X-ray vision. in like, in the wall, he writes yeah. something. He's like, we need to talk. And Batman's like, tomorrow, Wayne Manor. Yeah. And you see them out, like, in the field of Wayne Manor. Oh, yeah, with Clark, horses. Horses. Clark like, just, all majestic.
0: rich wasp kind of thing with their riding boots. And, and, oh, and Clark Kent hasn't aged a day. <sighs> I really hate Superman. He's uh, he's just the the worst.
1: He's not the worst, but if there wasn't kryptonite on Earth, you couldn't stop him.
0: I just learned a thing about kryptonite. Did you? I just learned a thing. Do you know where kryptonite came from, why it exists? Mm -hmm. No, tell me. On the radio show, on the serial, the guy who played the voice of Superman wanted to go on vacation, Yeah. and he couldn't because he's in every episode. So what they did was they invented something... That could stop Superman for a while, so the guy who plays oh, Superman my God, could go really? on vacation. So kryptonite was invented. They were like, "Ah, uh, kryptonite! Kryptonite is the one weakness." And then there's like a thing where he's out of commission for two weeks, and it was just episodes about like Lois Lane and, and Jimmy Jimmy Olson. Jimmy, Jimmy Olson, thank you. Something so characters that don't matter.
1: Eh, pretty much. So Superman's like Bruce. The president's worried, you kind of got to stop doing this. And Bamboo's yeah. like, I'm not going to stop. Because he's still
0: a masked vigilante, he fucking is. breaking femurs out in the streets of Gotham.
1: So the Joker, he tricks like the psychologist that he's cured. Yeah. They go on this talk show that's like a Letterman talk show. Yeah,
0: to prove it was, I think he was promoting, like the psychiatrist was promoting his book. About how he fixed the Joker. Yeah,
1: but the Joker wasn't fixed. He had like his minion shoot like these like toy,
0: because Toy Maker, I think he pulled yeah, Toy Maker out yes, of Arkham. Yeah, and he had like they look like Tweedledee and Tweedledum, but they're like the, dolls.
1: The, the Joker toxin.
0: Yeah, and they also fly.
1: Yeah, so the whole crowd gets you know attacked and dies, and then later on he. Find Selena Kyle, who's running like an escort service. Ties her up looking like Wonder Woman. Oh, that was brutal. That was like, oh my God. She, did
0: not, age. Again. she Dude, did not age well. She did not age well. But you know what? She aged and I appreciate yeah, that. Exactly. That is a little realism for once.
1: So Batman finds him at another amusement park.
0: Oh, look at that. I know, right? Joker goes to an amusement park.
1: And as Batman's fighting the Joker, Carrie's fighting the Toy maker. She's
0: Yeah, she's fighting the toys and the toy Maker. Yeah. Who's on the roller coaster? Who's
1: on the roller coaster. And he gets caught on the tracks of the roller coaster yeah. and he she can't save him, nope. and he dies. He gets dies. run over by a yeah, <laughs> roller over. coaster.
0: What a way to go. What a way to go, and what what a character to bring back and just fucking kill. kill. He's killed off. What a B-list, D-list, calendar man, bullshit, egghead character. I know. Conor McKing. Conor McKing? Conor McKing was only in the animated series. Oh, yeah. In the episode where they brought up, they made a bunch of fake Superman heroes like the Pack Rat. And oh, my God. Why do I do
1: this? Because we're nerds. Well, let me finish, I'm going to finish dream? this up. So, Joker's running through the tunnel of love, and he's shooting everyone he yeah. sees in the tunnel of love. Batman throws a batarang that gets caught in his eye.
0: Right in his fucking eye.
1: Which, if you see the panel, it's a pretty crucible brutal. Panel. It's brutal. So and Batman's hurt because the Joker shot, and they're sitting next to each other. And the Joker says something and snaps his own neck.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because because Batman won't kill him.
1: No, he won't kill. Still won't, won't kill.
0: kill. Thank God, Batman won't
1: kill people. He won't kill him. So the police show up because the new commissioner doesn't like Batman, and Batman was, escapes. This new
0: commissioner, Barbara Gordon?
1: No, it's um, I, uh, I Captain remember. Ellen Yindell.
0: Okay, I remember that. Yeah, okay. she's, she's like a gnome. no a no she's, name. Yeah, no, she's a new character. New
1: character, yeah. So, oh, by the way, you remember the mutants?
0: Yes. They become sons of Batman. The sons, that's right, and they paint uh, bat the, symbols over their eyes. Yeah. Like, we are the sons of Batman. The sons of Batman will rule the night. They,
1: they're funny crime, so they switch sides, yeah. and they're sort of helping Batman. Because they're just
0: following strength. Yeah. They're just looking, they're... They're meaningless children and they basically just need a daddy.
1: Exactly. There's a subplot with Superman that I'm not going to talk about with the Corey Maltese nuclear bomb that,
0: that. Superman gets nuked. He gets nuked. And, and it weakens him. And it weakens him. I don't really see it. Doesn't, it, it doesn't. It, that's Superman. the only thing that I remember
1: about so it. The pre- so Reagan asks Superman, hey, you got to go stop your old friend. No. Batman comes with a plan with a one arm. Oliver Queen.
0: Fucking Green Arrow, the, who I think had gotten out of jail yeah. for being like an anarchist. And at he this lost point. his
1: arm because of Superman. Superman yeah. shot it off. Oh my god. What a dick.
0: He is a dick.
1: So uh, you know, this is probably one of the best couple pages you'll ever read in a comic.
0: This is the best. It's so good, it can't be a movie. We know. They drive. <sighs> Murder.
1: They they ruin they ruin this. They ruined it. But anyway, Batman plugs his, like, exosuit into a lamppost.
0: Yeah, which was a nice touch. It was
1: a nice touch. So he's, like,
0: running the whole power for the city yeah. through this, like, mech suit.
1: Which kind of, like, equals Superman's strength. Yeah. But you also have to remember with the quarter Maltese nuclear attack, Superman's a little weakened already. Mm-hmm. Carrie's distracting the army and the Batmobile. Why Batman and um, Superman are fighting, Ar- Oliver Queen... Dude, this is awesome. He hangs upside down yep. from a fire escape, pulls back with his mouth.
0: Yeah, like of the like, bow and arrow. He is the
1: Jimi Hendrix of bow and arrow. Shoots an arrow, so Batman catches it. He's like, what are you doing? Out comes kryptonite gas.
0: Oh yeah, and Superman just <sighs> and he sucks it in, old
1: breath of it, and he gets weak, and Batman starts kicking the crap. There's a great line where Batman's standing over oh, Clark's. Someone already pummeled him like, into the dirt. I want you to remember who beat you with an inch of your life.
0: It's like, I want you to remember. And the biggest thing is, a man beat him. A, just a, a man. Just a normal man. To, a dude with no superpowers. So, as he's
1: saying this, Bruce dies. Yep. Has a heart attack. He yes. has a heart attack. Uh, Alfred dies in an explosion at Wayne Manor. They blow up
0: Wayne Manor. Get rid of the evidence.
1: So, they're having. You know, the funeral service, and Selena Kyle's like, you let him die, it's all your fault, it's Superman. And she's yeah, freaking out. Superman's got a black eye yeah. for the first time in his life. And he's still kind of, like, puffy. He's got, like, yeah, a, it like look, a mumps.
0: Yeah, he looks like he got beat up. Yeah.
1: And there's this, like, person with, like, a, all dressed in black. And he hears a heartbeat in the grave. He looks back it sees Carrie with the shovel, winks, and walks away.
0: Yeah.
1: And... Bruce faked his own death. They're beneath um, the ruins of Wayne Manor. They're yep. in the Batcave. The sons of Batman are there. Carries there, and um, the Green Arrow's there, and that's where the story ends. Right,
0: and that's where they they basically restart a weird ass Justice League.
1: Exactly. There is a sequel to. There's actually two sequels to yeah, this. Yeah, Dark
0: Knight Returns,
1: two. No, I don't no. say Dark Knight, Dark, rises. That's not right. No, I don't. Oh, Dark Knight
0: Strikes Back. Strikes again. Strikes again. And
1: then the Dark Knight Three, the Master, Master Race. Race. I have not. I have not read it. I have not read the Master Race, and I have not yet
0: read Strikes Again. Frank Miller said some really fucked up things, and uh, it turned me off to him. So I don't want to support him anymore. But it's probably pretty good. I I don't know. I. I don't think Dark Knight Returns needed any sequels. No,
1: I hate when they have to just make a sequel just because. It bothers me. Yeah. Like, did you need a sequel for so and so? Oh something. man! Before we move on to yours,
0: please.
1: This comic helped with some of the Batman movies, like for inspiration. Oh, absolutely! In um,
0: incredibly influential.
1: The Dark Knight Rises. Um, Bruce gets like a, like a robotic like knee brace that yeah that helps him like walk normally yeah. again. Uh, in Batman v. Superman, they took the fight. I know. I'm Merth. Uh, they took the fight from this, and they applied it to that movie, yeah. which...
0: Which doesn't make as much sense, because they're, they haven't met each other. There shouldn't be as much bad blood yeah. as there is of knowing each other. You know, it's, it was
1: cool to see Batman, like, in that exosuit in the movie, yeah. but...
0: Eh. That fight was cool. The reason it happened was stupid. It was the stupid. reason they ended was stupid. Exactly. But that fight was exactly. cool. We'll save
1: that subject for something we'll different. Taylor, Top what? Number
0: five disappointments.
1: What is your number three?
0: Steve, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Glad you asked because I actually have to look it up, to check my list, because I forgot. Oh, nope, I remember now. Number three is Hellboy, Storm and Fury. Yes, Hellboy. So this is a, a newer one. I want to say this was 2012 or 2013, but this is um, kind of the, really, it's the last part of a, a three-part or so story arc. It uh, starts with the Wild Hunt, basically. Um, they say the Wild Hunt is back. Kind of like The Witcher 3. Yeah. Kind of like The Witcher. Okay. So they're, they're it's all based on old mythology. So they're they're uh, and Hellboy gets asked to join the Wild Hunt. I don't really remember what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Basically, all it does is place him in England. So Hellboy's in England. There are these three witches: the Hecate, the the maid, mother, and crone. The you remember Ham- or uh, Macbeth? Yeah. Bubble bubble toil mm-hmm. and trouble. Yeah. Them.
1: Oh, they're there? They're there. Oh, shit.
0: Um, And they're trying to bring about, they're working with uh, uh, Rasputin again. I think it's it's basically what Rasputin set into motion to bring back this dragon beast, which will create Ragnarok on Earth and end everything. They're trying to continue what Rasputin was doing. We remember that from the movie. The first movie? first movie. That's that's what Rasputin, when he brought Hellboy yeah. into the world, he was trying to bring back this dragon monster, which creates Ragnarok. Fun times. We're mixing a lot of mythology. Yeah, we are, here. we are. Let's stick with, let's stick really with the comic So the reason I like this one is because it gets into uh, old English mythology that the other ones really don't. Hellboy's traipsing through uh, 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 England, and I can't quite remember how this happens, but a lady comes out of a lake and gives him a sword. <laughs> okay. Some watery tart distributed a so scimitar late, to him.
1: So the lady in the lake shows
0: up, gives him the sword and says, do you, you know, this? there's going to be this war, there's going to be a battle, we need someone to, you know, uh, uh, the armies of England are going to rise from their graves uh, to fight this war. Do you want to lead them? And here's the sword. And was like, No. No, he doesn't want to No. 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 If there's one thing Hellboy does, it's say no to his destiny. Yeah, pretty much. And he's like, no. And he just likes to smoke some cigars. And he goes to the bar. Oh, yeah, he likes to drink. Like so, any Hell
1: Demon would want to. Yeah,
0: so he basically gives the sword to the agent he's with. I can't remember her name. Alice, I want to say. It's, it's not Liz Sherman. Um, okay. Gives it to her, and he's like, I don't know. Throw it in the woods. I do not care. I'm not doing that. And, and she basically sits in an old pub... And Hellboy goes off to find these witches to punch them to death because Hellboy's not a smart man. Yeah, yeah. So while Alice is in this bar, she's talking to the barman, and 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 he says, "Oh, you know, this is actually owned by uh, an old soldier. He was in World War One." And she's like, "World War One, huh?" So he'd be like hundred yeah. and fifteen. Yeah, they were like, yeah, he was the son of a drowned, or he was like the ancestor, or descendant of a drowned uh, English witches, and and he tried to, you know, reclaim his honor by fighting in the trenches, and he died. But as he died, an angel came to him and brought him back, and she's like, oh, weird story. Why are you telling me this? And she's, he's like, because he's upstairs he's been waiting for something and you see this decrepit old man come downstairs with like an angel holding his shoulder and um and he takes excalibur the sword given (laughs) and becomes this you know king to to lead the armies of the dead against these horrible goblin monsters okay uh, this is interesting shit so far. It's weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's not a very well constructed story, but it's one that always sticks with me. Meanwhile, Hellboy is trying to storm this castle, and and um, you know he's basically just punching an army into the ground. And at one point, he picks up an axe and starts oh. swinging, <laughs> Ooh, just shit. absolutely chopping these people apart. And we know Hellboy are a huge, big hammer-fisted monster man, uh, and he gets up. To the very top of this castle and fucking hammer punches this witch in the head and and she has a crown that falls off and it turns into birds and flies what? away. It's very visually stunning. Um, I don't think I don't think Mignola drew that one. It's the guy who looks like he draws. Who is a guy that looks like he draws Mignola? I don't think I wrote it down. I did not. I did not. Did not. Did not see it So. Basically, Hellboy's a little too late. This dragon is summoned. So Hellboy's fighting a dragon. He's punching it to death. The armies of the dead are fighting against this army trying to create Ragnarok. And at a certain point, Hellboy beats this dragon.
1: So they summon the dragon
0: at this point. They summon the dragon, and, and Hellboy beats it. But he also dies. Hellboy dies? He dies. Uh, the witch basically turns him to ash. And on the cosmic chessboard, the the red knight falls over, and and it, and all that's left is Hellboy's belt, and the armies of the dead disappear. The castle disappears. Everything's gone. Alice looks up, and she's in an empty pub that's clearly been abandoned for fifty years, and everything goes back to normal, but Hellboy's still dead. So does she still have? She still has memory of what happened. She remembers okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She remembers it. Uh, the sword's gone. It's all It's all gone. Uh, Ragnarok is delayed. But Hellboy's still dead. Okay, so where's Hellboy at now? This starts a story arc that I think is very fun. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the good things about The Fury is it starts... The next storyline, which I don't know how else it would happen, but it had to have happened, and it's Hellboy in Hell.
1: Really, and it's all
0: about Hellboy in Hell. Oh, that's a pretty cool. It, it's very cool, and it helps Hellboy get to kind of his roots of where he's from. He meets his father and kills him. Um, it's it's very interesting. Hellboy gets kind of dark near the end, but it also allows because Hellboy's dead. The BPRD comic series mm-hmm. really takes off because they have to fill the gaps of hellboy yeah they have to they're the ones who have to fight the war against the frogs and stuff yeah and it's very cool it's very cool That's pretty cool and it's cool steve steve it's cool it's pretty cool i'm excited steve what since i've been wondering what is your number two
1: my number two is house of m the oh, universe. House
0: of M! I'm ever, excited. Did you ever read this? I did not read House of M. I missed out. I know a lot of my favorite characters were in House of M.
1: Pretty much everyone in the Marvel Universe is in this. Yeah. Um,
0: Multiple man, I remember, was one of the few survivors of House of M.
1: Yes, we'll get to that near the end. All right. So the story starts off with Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. She's all depressed mm-hmm. and because her children are dead. She had children with vision. Don't ask me how. Okay, that's in another storyline that I did not read. No, so no,
0: no. I knew they had a thing going. Didn't know they could reproduce. He is a robot,
1: but she can. She's got like um, reality altering that's magic, true. so she probably you know gave him a dick or something. Yeah, she gave him a magic. There dick. I said it.
0: Yeah, we said it.
1: And we got hot takes here.
0: Here on top five, we have got hot takes I about have, robo dicks, magic robo dicks.
1: I don't want to imagine that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you heard episode five of the podcast? Epic Robo-Dicks? It's really weird.
1: Oh, my God. um, They're on Genosha, which is like a, a mutant like safe area. It's an island. Yeah, it's like uh, their paradise. Paradise, their yeah. Area. yeah. Um, Xavier's there helping her. Uh, Magneto's there. They don't know what to do because her mind's so broken. Mm-hmm. So the Avengers call the X-Men to come to the Avengers Tower and discuss what's going to happen. So you got... Um, Beast is there Cyclops
0: Emma Frost is there Wolverine's there which team was Beast on at the time because he's on X-Men and Avengers sometimes uh, I think at the time he's know. on
1: Avengers well so is Wolverine he's either X-Men oh, or that's Avenger true.
0: It actually if you really think about it
1: most of everyone is an <laughs> Avenger <laughs> most just like how everyone's a Sp- part of the
0: Justice League
1: oh yeah Spider-Man's
0: so, been an Avenger Luke Cage has been an Avenger Jessica
1: Jones I think has been an Avenger maybe maybe She's mainly just... A... I
0: remember they beat the shit out of her in one of her first comics. Yeah. <laughs> when...
1: So Emma F- Frost comes up with this idea, hey, we should just kill her.
0: Oh, that sounds like Emma Frost.
1: Yeah, she's kind of a bitch. She's a little frigid. Mm, yeah. She's cold. Her and Cyclops are doing the nasty. Oh, that's why. Because Jean Grey's dead. Again. No, no, I think she's still... You no, know, she's,
0: she's, she's dead. She's I think dead. she's still dead.
1: She's still... De- oh, no. No, she's Not, back? Right now, in 2018, she's back. They brought her back.
0: Is it past? No. No, it's not. No, no. I'm not we're, touching we're, it. No, that's too confusing. No. X-Men is hard. And
1: they're like, no, we got to do another way. We can't just kill her. But at the bottom line, they're like, we have to kill her. Yeah. So Quicksilver, who is um, Scarlet Witch's brother and Magneto's son, mm-hmm. goes to Genosha. She's like, hey, they're going to kill Wanda. We can't let this happen. And Magneto's like, I don't know what to do. So when they get there, Everyone starts disappearing, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man's like, what is going on? He's the last one to kind of disappear. Sure. The reality changes. He wakes up next to Gwen Stacy, oh. and that's how the first issue ends. We all know how Gwen Stacy
0: died off a bridge, snapped her neck, blah, blah, blah. One of the few characters who stays dead, but then now she's back. Oh, yeah, that's something I don't want to talk I about here. So this
1: is what happens. So Spider-Man is married to Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben's alive, his parents are alive, and they have a daughter.
0: Is he Spider-Man?
1: He's still Spider-Man. He's okay. like a celebrity. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Oh yeah, the daughter, yeah, Spider Girl.
1: Yes. yes. Uh, Steve Rogers is an old, I mean old man. Yeah. World War II vet. Right. So he's not like young, like he's me. not a
0: super soldier.
1: Um Cyclops and Frost are married. Why not? Uh um Wolverine runs Shield.
0: That sounds like a bad idea.
1: But he remembers
0: everything. I do you think that's because his brain can heal? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well then uh,
0: what happens in this okay.
1: storyline. Right. He wakes up like freaking out like I remember my whole life. Yeah. And he starts freaking out. So he um he's like sleeping with mystique. Good for him. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of variety in that probably he's like oh my god what's going on he's freaking out because he remembers the old reality yeah too right so he escapes the helicarrier he runs into luke cage why not why not not? he's running the human resistance movement because right now magneto the house of m yeah the royal family of the mutants is running the world humans are beneath them And the mutants are above them and they run the world. Okay. And they meet this girl, Lila Miller. I oh my god, I have to use this. She's got like a power. I don't understand her power. She can she knows about the past. She helps them like remembers like who like what their past life is. Mm -hmm. And Hawkeye's there too. Now, in a previous storyline, Hawkeye is dead. Okay. He's straight up dead.
0: Because I know they killed Hawkeye. Yeah,
1: they killed him. So now him. he's back. He's back in this reality. In this reality. So they go to Emma Frost and Cyclops' house, and with Layla Miller's, like, power, she helps, him, she helps them remember who they were. Right. And they go find Peter Parker. This, my guy is the saddest thing I've ever read. So as he's remembering everything, um, he turns around. He's got tears in his eyes, and Gwen Stacy's, you know, behind him he's like, yeah. "What's wrong?" And He freaks the fuck out. And he sees Uncle right. Ben, and he's like, "Uncle Ben!" He just takes off.
0: Yeah, because how could you ever, keep like, those com- two things together? Yeah, he can't comprehend it. No, because everything that makes him who he is is pretty much those two people yeah. being dead.
1: And oh my God, Wolverine goes has this, like a hard, hard talk with him on a rooftop. Of course, it's hard. And, to do. And he's like, we gotta stop Magneto. So they go to Genosha. That's where they are running sure. this world. And um, they've got their own sentinels there, like Magneto does. And they bring Layla there. And you've come to find out Magneto's not the one that changed the reality. No. It's Quicksilver. It's Quicksilver? Yes. How? He tells, I guess he like whispers something to Wanda.
0: Okay, so he influenced her into changing the reality. And this is what happens. And
1: Magneto's not too happy with his son. He straight up kills his own son. That sounds like Magneto. Holy shit, I did not see that coming. And Hawkeye is there, and Wanda's like, "Uh, Clint, oh my God. And he finds out that he was dead, and he's got like an arrow to her. Right. And she makes him just disappear. Just gone. Just gone. It's gone. She goes to her brother, brings him back. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, what the fuck? It's it's confusing. And then she yells something about how she hates her mutant powers, how mutants are, like, bad, and she says, no more mutants. And then another white slash happens, and everything's back to normal in the Marvel Universe, sort of. Sort of. So, as everyone's waking up, you come to find out there's only, like, 198 mutants left in the world. So the population has Decrease
0: it's, it's like 10% of how much there were, yeah. And we lose a lot of characters mm-hmm. and are surprised by who's left, yes. Caliban,
1: yeah, Caliban's there, and they're worried about Logan, yeah. So, uh, Nightcrawler is going through like the mansion trying to find him, and he finds him. Wolverine's like, Holy shit, I still remember my life, yeah. And that has a huge effect in another storyline where. People are just offing themselves Mm -hmm. because Wolverine remembers. (laughs) So you don't want to be on his bad side. Peter Parker wakes up next to Mary Jane. Things are set mostly right? Yeah, kind of. He freaks out. He breaks Stark's, like, huge conference table. And and Luke Cage is like, you can afford a new one. (laughs) (laughs) And they go to some other building. And Hawkeye's alive. Right, (laughs) dude. What? Hawkeye's
0: alive. That's where she sent him back to the other reality,
1: dude. And that's how it ends.
0: Oh Jesus, it's so much.
1: I dude, yeah, I know. I kind of rambled on there, but dude, this is.
0: But the big takeaway at the end of it is, they kill, they disappear. So many mutants. Yeah. And it isn't. It becomes much easier for them to be penned in. Yeah. Because don't they all have to live at the mansion? No,
1: they're living on like. Asteroid M in the Pacific Ocean off of. Uh,
0: oh, that's where they dropped. Um, they, it was Magneto's like space fortress yeah, or something. Yeah, so they're
1: living. Th- they're all living there.
0: I remember that because I remember during Civil War, it was, it was so hard to get the mutants involved because there were like twelve of them.
1: There's not a lot of them. No. But dude, there's a lot of tie-in issues to to like House of M. There's don't, a lot.
0: Don't they create mutant town at some point? Probably. I
1: don't remember. Anyway, Taylor. What is your number
0: two? Steve, number two is Grant Morrison's classic, Arkham Asylum.
2: Ooh.
0: Arkham Asylum was released as a graphic novel, which at the time was a big deal. And it's um, all the art is by Dave McKean, who was picked up when DC was picking up all the British artists. And the art is so. Weird. This doesn't have anything to do with storyline, but I want to point it out. Mm -hmm. Everything is either super realistic, actually a real thing that they just pasted on the page and then photocopied, or, or it's almost impossible to tell what you're actually looking at. So, like, if you're the Joker, you can tell, like, if you see the Joker, you can tell he's got a big chin, and then he's got scary eyes and a big nose, and then it looks like someone just took their thumb and smeared, like, the top of his head off, Mm -hmm. and that will be what it is. So, basically, what happens? Bat signal goes up. Jim Gordon calls Batman to Arkham Asylum. Batman shows up. There's a police perimeter, and he's like, what's going on, Jim? In my head, he's... He sounds like Christian Bale. In my head, he sounds like Christian Bale. Um... (laughs) And, and basically, it's like, the inmates are running the asylum. They're all out. Everyone who was in Arkham is out. They're all together. They've got hostages. They've got all the doctors, the nurses, the cafeteria workers. And they're like, we can't go in there, but we've got the Joker on the phone. Okay. And Batman answers the phone. And he's like, Hello. <laughs> cool. This is Batman. Talk to me. So it, Batman talks to the Joker, and the Joker's like... Ah, I've got this little girl here and uh, she would like to not have her eyeballs stabbed out by this pencil. And he just starts like, st- you can you can hear her screaming through the phone. All you can see is Batman's like lower jaw. She, grr, he's just getting angrier and angrier. and Whoa. He's, like, he's like, all we want is for you to come in here with us. Just come in and live with us. You're going to be our new play toy, Batman. And Batman goes, he's like, all right. He goes in and he's like, where's the girl? And Joker's like, there was no. Girl, she's fine, but welcome, welcome. Are you serious? was the no asylum. Oh my God. Like, and basically the Joker's trying to say, Batman, look, this is where you belong. This is where you could be king with the crazy people. And there's still doctors trying to help and staying around and, and Two-Face is there and, and he's, he's just miserable. He's like hiding under a table and he has a deck of tarot cards. And he's like, Two-Face, what are you doing here? And he's like, good question. Let me let me just ask the cards. And he's flipping through cards all the time. And, he's, and Joker's like, ah, Harvey shit himself again. And he's like, why is Harvey Dent, XDA shitting himself? And he's like, and the doctor's like, well, we took him off of the coin and moved him up to an eight-sided dice. And now he's up to a tarot deck, so he's having trouble making decisions in a non-binary oh, fashion. Okay. And he's basically off the coin, but it didn't help. Now he's a craven, sniveling monster. So Joker decides to kind of give Batman an ultimate. He goes, let's play hide-and-seek Batman. You hide, and we'll come find you. Batman's like, all right. He goes, you just gotta make it through the night. So what happens is this is the Batman's, the worst night of Batman's life. He's trapped in the asylum, there's hostages everywhere. He can't go in punching and stabbing and battering. So he has to play along with all the worst villains oh my of, God. of the DC Universe. So he goes to hide. And he keeps running into... The house is haunted. Arkham is haunted. Yeah. It's haunted by the ghost of... Uh, I can't, Amadeus Arkham? I can't remember. Yeah, that's... Of Arkham... The doctor who opened it. Yeah. Who was obsessed with his sick mother who was trying to do what he could. And what you get is Batman running through this asylum fighting just the grossest villains because the artwork is kind of gross. I'm picturing
1: like the Penguin being like a like, short blob type figure. He would
0: be. Oddly enough, Penguin not in it. What? Yeah. So wait, so you got Joker, Two-Face. Joker, Two-Face. Um, you've got... I can't remember the guy who touches you and you get sick. He's basically just this diseased turd. I can't remember okay. his name. is the Riddler in it? Uh, Riddler's not in it. What's weird is these are the craziest oh, of the characters.
1: Pretty... I think the craziest.
0: Um, so you end up with um, Zeus. I can't remember his first oh, name. Oh, is um the Mad Hatter in? Because he's pretty. The Mad Hatter's in it. He's um, pretty crazy. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, they find uh Killer Croc in the basement. Oh, really? In the sewers and and Batman's. Sp- Stabs him with a spear. He takes off of a statue and he stabs him with oh a my spear. Man. And it looks like uh, St. Michael killing the, the dragon. Mm-hmm. And that's like just exactly what it looks like. It's so good. The art is so good. And all of it's overlaid with the diary of Arkham. So Arkham's explaining like how he tried to save people, how he tried to get into people's minds, how like these these mad dogs that they basically like people but mad dogs they bring in and how he's trying to help them out um and they're just like murdering people and his obsession with his mother and all this weirdness and he goes I dream of a bat at night I'm afraid of this bat and he's he's so afraid of this and and Batman's trying to get to the bottom of who let them out he's trying to survive and he keeps having to Fight these different villains yeah. all while he's kind of losing his mind.
1: Because of um hearing like Amadeus and seeing all this crazy stuff. Seeing crap. all
0: this crazy stuff, dealing with the stress of it, trying to help everyone, not being able to, which is hard for Batman. And also, I think he's coming to grips with the fact that he, maybe he does belong in Arkham. He's a man dressed as a bat yeah. who goes out at night and punches people. He's a crazy person. He is a crazy person. If he wasn't rich, he would be an Arkham. He would be. He would be. So as Batman's story kind of ramps up and he fights bigger and bigger villains up to Killer Croc, and he's trying to figure out how who let out the who let them out, what happened, he finally finds one of the doctors in the basement and he's got a hostage, one of the cafeteria workers, and he's like and this guy is dressed in old lady clothes, and he's like, it's very um, Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. psycho, Ed Gein kind of thing, and he's like, I found the diary, and I read it, and I understand it now, and it's you. You're the problem, Batman. You're the reason everyone's in here. You keep sending the men. We can't do anything about it, and I made a salt circle outside, and you can't escape. So he basically has come to believe that Batman's this evil spirit (laughs) prophesied by Arkham. And he's got this hostage, and Batman's like, let the girl go. And he goes, no. He goes, let the girl go. And eventually, he really gets in Batman's face, and he's gonna fucking choke him to death. And he's saying these hard truths to Batman Mm -hmm. of, you're the reason Arkham exists. You're the reason the crazies come out of the woodwork. You're the reason all this violence happens. You're the reason they can't get better, because... You're causing their madness. I dropped my phone, oh. and it scared the shit out of me. I thought it was Amadeus. I peed a little. <laughs> oh, shit. There is so much pee in my pants. I am sorry. <laughs> so, so this hostage girl eventually just kills this doctor, fucking slashes his throat with like some broken glass, and she's like, I just killed a guy in Batman. It's like, it doesn't matter. We have to go. And he's very Batman all of a sudden. <laughs> And he gets back up to the main lobby where the Joker is. And he's like, Batman, midnight, we didn't find you. Looks like you can leave, or can you? And he goes, And Batman, he goes, maybe you belong here. Maybe we won't let you leave. And and Batman goes, let Harvey decide. And he takes Harvey's coin he got from one of the doctors. Yeah. And he gives it to Harvey. And He goes, decide, Harvey. And Harvey flips the coin, and he catches it. And all you see is Harvey look down, and he says... And you know you can tell the coins in his hand. You can't see if it's heads up yeah. or you know scarred side or good side. And he goes, he can go. And Joker says, all right, that's the rules. You're out of here. And Batman walks out. The cops come in. They arrest that. You know everyone. Yeah. They lock everyone back up. And and he and Joker says, come back whenever you uh whenever you get tired of being out there in the asylum. Come on back home. All. Oh. One of the very last scenes is Harvey looks down at the coin and it's the scratch side.
1: Really. But he said
0: he could go anyway.
1: That's that's a. That sounds like
0: a fantastic story. It it is. You're borrowing it on your way out. It is that put Grant Morrison, mad comic genius, on the map. That that put that it. D.C. did one of the smartest things in the world in the mid-'80s, where they just went to England and they, excuse me, they said, get me all the new writers. Get me all of yeah. England's young writers. And they picked up Garth Ennis from Constantine, Alan Moore from The Watchmen, Neil Gaiman from Sandman, Dave McKean from the artist Sandman and, and uh, Arkham. Uh, I don't remember if I said Grant Morrison already. But they picked up some of the best writers and gave them weird material. Because what they were trying to do was reboot old, old, old products they weren't using anymore. Yeah. Like, there's a reboot of Black Orchid. I don't
1: know what the hell that is. Exactly. Nobody I don't even remember.
0: That. I don't... It was a lady superhero who could change her density or something. I don't uh, remember. Sounds like a wonder Woman. I don't side. remember. Yeah. But... And they got out of it some of the best characters, some of the best work ever. Steve... We have to take a break. Yes, yes we do. We have to take a break because it's time when we come back we'll have your number one best story arc in comic books. Stay tuned. (laughs) Well, we're at the point we've all been waiting for. There's only one thing left. Steve. What is your number one best comic book story arc?
1: Marvel's Civil War.
0: Civil War. Steve, do you know how hard it was to keep Civil War off my list? It probably was hard. I was I was too intimidated to talk about it. I have about 15 different collections out there with different characters and the different Civil War and what they were up to. And I'm like, there's no way I could connect it all. This was my first universe-wide event.
1: Was it? It was. I stuck with just the main story arc. Okay. I didn't go into like what the X-Men were doing or mm-hmm. what the Fantastic Four were doing or what Spider-Man was doing. I just kept it simple, just the main arc.
0: Yep, and, and I think that's what you have to do because if you don't, you get confused. Used.
1: Oh dude, it seriously. I'm like,
0: oh, the Punisher's here now and the Spider-Man issues? And they're like, if you like this episode of Fantastic Four, check out what Daredevil what did and how he got here.
1: When Punisher showed up, that was like what?
0: I was like, oh, this has gotta be
1: ending soon. Yes, because he shows up and probably starts killing people. Alright. Steve. So Civil War introduces the superhero registration act. Right. And the reason it was introduced, well, it was multiple reasons, but the final straw was when Nitro, who is a villain, kills the new warriors, kills the entire team. Except for Speedball. Oh, Speedball survives? Speedball uh, survives. And kills about 60 school children
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a number of civilians. And yeah. that's the final. that's the final straw, but you also got uh, Nick Fury's Secret War... Yep. story arc that kind of played a factor into it and you got the Hulk going Hulk up. destroyed
0: Las Vegas did he? yeah he
1: kills um, I wrote this down 26 adults 2 children oh, and 1 dog oh
0: Giant, Green Giant. Uh, I can't believe he'd kill a dog uh, not on purpose I, I, I know and the Hulk's not even in
1: this storyline
0: not at all he's in space he's they at, sent he, him to the mo he's in Planet Hulk
1: he's now. in Planet Hulk he's yeah, in uh, Planet Sakara right
0: now because yeah,
1: yeah. the Illuminati sent him and a spaceship because of his Las Vegas. I'll tell you. Okay.
0: There's the Illuminati in Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, yeah. In Marvel, yes. I thought that was just a very real thing in real life that happened. No,
1: Jay-Z's not in this, but I'll tell you who's, who's part of the Illuminati at this point in Marvel history. Okay. So you have
0: Iron Man. Sure, that
1: sounds right. Black Bolt.
0: Okay, who sure. can't talk. So he just kind of like rates down. I assume so. Yeah.
1: Um, Namor.
0: Okay. Why not? <laughs> Why not exactly? Why not? Doctor Strange. That I didn't see coming. Seems like kind of a loner, uh, Mister Fantastic. Yep, absolutely.
1: And Professor X.
0: Oh, Professor X. Yeah, but it's when... weird to see him involved in that because usually he's all up in his own business. Exactly,
1: he's got his own problems. Uh, just a quick side note: when they sent Hulk to uh, into space, Professor X was not there
0: to cast his vote mm. for it, and that's I. I feel like with mental training. Professor X could really help Bruce Banner. Probably. I think he could really help him work out his issues. Yeah. His anger issues. Work on those mental blockages. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or send him to space. Whatever. Or send him to space. Whatever's more I, I thought sending him
1: to space Is a great idea. A
0: little little less therapy, a little less yoga. If I can go to space go where to space can punch money. aliens.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, um, Iron Man is pro-registration. Yes. And Cap is anti-registration. Right.
0: Uh, because Iron Man... Feels very responsible. As a very public figure, Tony Stark feels very responsible. Exactly. Um,
1: so Cap begins to get his uh, core group of anti registration. You've got Luke Cage again.
0: Why not? You got, Sticking it to the man, Luke Cage. <laughs> you got Falcon.
1: Yep, Falcon will follow Cap on any. Um, dude, I don't get this one, but you have Iron Fist as Daredevil.
0: Uh, Daredevil gets captured. Um, and sent to the negative zone. Yeah. So, where the fuck did Iron Fist dress? Because I remember that. It says
1: it in the comic that he's Daredevil, but it's um, it's Danny Rand. Is Danny Rand? Because I
0: remember him putting on Daredevil's costume, yeah. and I don't know if it was just to keep crime from finding out Daredevil's not Matt Matt Murdock. Matt,
1: that yeah. Um, weird. There's another word one I didn't write it down, but I'll tell you anyway. Hercules.
0: Yeah, Hercules is he out. a great line.
1: I don't remember his line. I'll talk about it later. Okay. If it comes up. Uh, I just, I, I went through me for a curveball when I first read it. And then Stark's got um, Mr. Fantastic, Miss Marvel, uh, Wonder Man, who mm-hmm. I think is Hank Pym at this time. No no no. No, it's no the he's, guy with
0: the glasses. Yeah,
1: uh he's uh he's yellow jacket this time. Yeah, he's yellow jacket.
0: Oh, um I think civil or uh, uh cap had uh, Goliath too. Yeah, he had Goliath. He had Goliath. Who gets really big.
1: Um the wasp is with Hank Pin yep, so she's yep. Uh Sue Storm is not with um Reed cuz she doesn't like the idea. Yeah, she's
0: super pissed at it. Breaks, him up. it breaks up the fantastic four. It does. Um, cuz the thing leads. They're Mm. Yeah, he yeah, goes he to does he leave. goes to France. He does, yeah. Uh, and uh, and has a fun adventure where he joins a fun superhero team. Oh my god, of course he does. Oh,
1: Johnny Storm's like in a coma right now. Yeah, Johnny he Storm's in a coma. Butt kicked. Yep. Um Spider Man plays a huge focal point of the story. Um this is where he tells the world that he's Peter Parker since the age of fifteen.
0: Yep. Wait. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And um Wait, he's been... Spider- Spider-Man. Peter Parker yeah. tells the world... Wait, no, I think he's always been Peter Parker, but no. he tells the world he's been Spider-Man, Spider-Man since he's age. been... Sorry
1: about that. But there's a funny um, panel where uh, J. Jonah Jameson is like, shut up, Robbie, I need you to hear this. He's like all around it. And when it it's fi- on
0: live TV. They're
1: like getting ready. When he finds out, you just see the panel where he just falls backwards he just in his chair. just
0: collapses. it's hilarious. That... Love that so much. And Man, Parker really lost his job. Oh, he was working for Stark at the time. Yeah. He was working for Tony. And he gets the iron spider suit. Love that suit with the big uh it's got like like big extra spider legs coming yeah. out of the back that he They're like gold legs. His suits like ready. Yeah. It's like,
1: riding, it's like the, it's it's bullet bulletproof iron, too. Yeah, it's like what the Iron Man. Uh, suit looks like it's all red and yeah gold. red and
0: gold it's it's very cool it doesn't have the webbing motif on it
1: yeah um so cap's like secret avengers that's what i'm calling them right now yeah secret are, Avengers. you like know they're, they're stopping crime they're sto- they stopped the uh sinister six with one of their plots yep. uh the president's not too happy so he sends tony and his band to go after him mm-hmm. and during the fight um you know like glides there with um Captain America's team. Yep. Um, They start fighting, and then Thor shows up. But it's not Thor. It's not Thor. It's what they call Ragnarok Thor. It's a robot Thor. It's
0: a bio-robot Thor Reed Richards created out of DNA from... He'd stolen from the Avengers. Yeah. DNA from Thor. Thor, I think, is... Thor is elsewhere. He's elsewhere. He's not
1: on the planet. No, he's he's probably at, at... Asgard say yeah. that 10 times fat. Uh,
0: nope <laughs> so um robot Thor kills Goliath just straight up lightnings him in the chest while Goliath is huge he's huge he's still huge he's the and size of a building
1: oh my and then sue shows sue uh Richard shows uh, shows up and uh, helps caps team escapes yeah um there's a funeral for Goliath which, where he's still big. They have yeah. not shrunk him
0: down. He can't shrink down. He can't shrink him down. So they have to bury him in this death shrine. Yeah. and It then, is
1: tragic. I think it was Reed or someone that asked, Tony, like, we couldn't shrink him down? And right. they're like, no, we can't, we can't do it. So, um.
0: Yeah, so they have to bury him in, like, a city block.
1: So the government now asks villains to hunt down these heroes. The
0: Thunderbolts. Yes, um. I forgot
1: who. I think um, Lady Deathstrike was in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Norman Osborn was there. Uh,
0: Toy Man was there. Toy- no, not Toyman. No, that's, that's DC. D- it's DC. What's the Toy Man equivalent in Marvel? The Tinker. The Tinker. Yeah, he was there. Because he takes a, Yeah, with spoilers. Um, He takes something. Something happens he, to him. He gets in a fight with Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: And so they go find... Sp- they fight Spider-Man and... Because he doesn't want to be part of Tony's yeah. uh, Spider-Man group goes, anymore. That's it. I'm um, out of here. And, and he gets his butt handed to him. Oh, Spider-Man gets his ass beat in a sewer. The uh, Punisher shows up, saves him, and then they show up and Cap's like hidden like base.
0: Because uh, Punisher shoots the Tinker in the face. Yes, yeah, that's he right. Kills he him. kills him. Yeah. And Cap takes it poorly. Yeah. Because Cap doesn't kill people. Even Cap doesn't even a kill people. Cap is Cap is what holds this all together, and it's where he has that great line that they put into uh, Marvel Civil War. Uh, but Cap doesn't say it. Um, the uh, 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 Peggy Carter's daughter. Or oh, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter says it where he sometimes you have to plant yourself like a tree besides the ri- beside the river of truth and say no, you move, uh, fucker.
1: Fucker, yes. Uh, there's a scene where Sue goes visit. There's Namor in uh, Atlantis. Is it Atlantis?
0: I don't. It is. No. It's, I mean, it is. It's Marvel's Aquaman here. Come yeah. on. Namor so got- came first. I know. But throwing that out
1: there. Yeah. Nerd uh, um, so And Him, the original Human
0: Torch. There's like this weird, like, why she's there. He's like hitting on her. Oh, he hits on her hardcore. I'm sure they've done it. Oh, I'm pretty sure they, they've I'm done I'm 100% sure they've done it. Eh,
1: underwater But yeah, exactly. he is
0: absolutely hitting her.
1: And um, there's a final battle between the heroes, Stark versus Cap. It's an all-out brawl. Hercules kills um Robot Thor. He does. He's and like,
0: you're not Thor, the son that's of That's his great line, he goes. And it's a fucking rip-off of something else, but at the time, it gave me chills, and he goes, I knew Thor. Thor was a friend of mine. Thou art no Thor, and he exactly. fucking kills
1: him. He does. He's straight up just like...
0: Just, I think he uses, like, an axe or he something. He has a... I think he has a mace, He's I got think. a mace, yeah.
1: He's he just bashes in. Um, Oh, there's that great scene where um, uh, Iron Man shoots his beam and Cap's shield. And, yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: near the end, I think from what I remember, there's, like, civilians start, like, attacking
0: Cap. Cap, they're having this huge fight. They basically, they've broken everyone out of the negative yeah. zone. They've broken everyone out of prison. Cloak and Dagger and um, uh, the Daredevil. Kid Hulk Daredevil's out. Everyone's out, and they're having this huge war in New York, and they're destroying yeah, everything.
1: And these like civilians and, are yeah. like, just going crazy. Yeah. And Cap's like, "Okay, well, this has got to stop." Cap surrenders. cops are
0: grabbing Cap, and they're like, "Stop! stop. What are you
1: yeah, doing?" Destroying stuff, and he surrenders and is arrested. Yeah. So, and then you've got, you know, the. Um, the open world Avengers of Stark, uh, Black Widow's there at the yep. end. Then you got the secret Avengers with um, Wolverine, Luke Cage, of course, again, Spider-Man. Um, yep,
0: Spider-Man switches to his black suit. Yes. He switches to the symbiote suit at the end, and Luke Cage is just nice suit. Nice suit. Because um, now Spider-Man's in charge. Spider-Woman's there.
1: Spider-Woman is there. And there's probably like a few others I can't remember. Yeah.
0: And Tony Stark, meanwhile, is is. Franchising the Avengers, so does. Each region is going to have their own Avengers. Texas asks for the Thunderbolts to be like their. That Avengers seems appropriate for the. Th- it sounds <laughs> yeah. like yeah, um, but like the Great Lakes Avengers with Squirrel Girl and. Uh,
1: we don't need to talk about. They'd that. They'd be our Avengers, uh, Steve. That that's true. They would, would be. That is true. Uh, to wrap it up, um, the epilogue. Um, Cap goes to trial, but Cap dies. He gets shot. Does. And that's a whole nother story live for a different time.
0: Goes into something else entirely. Steve, the Civil War is so big they couldn't make a movie out of it. They couldn't make... They could have made five movies out of it. They could have. Civil War, in my opinion, is what I would like to see more than Infinity Wars. More than Secret Wars. More than... This is the comic book event of my life. And Civil War is Civil War is the comic book event of my life. I wanted to put it in my top five, but I there's no way I could have done it justice, Steve
1: I don't think I did there's like there's so much. I didn't there's even touch so on what like the X Men were doing.
0: No. Because this is this is after House it's Van. after it. So there's very few X Men. Yeah. I were, think Emma Frost is in charge. I think Professor X is dead. No, he's He's elsewhere. No, he's off with the sun. Okay. Legion, I think. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. By the way, he's walking at this point. Yeah, which <laughs> why well, not? Whatever. Why exactly? It's but a Marvel
0: comic. But not?
1: Wolverine ends up joining. Uh, he, I think he hunts down Nitro. He gets into.
0: Uh, he not? gets. I think Nitro died. No. No, no. No. no yeah. a... Wolverine. I remember getting in a big fight with war profiteers. Yeah. Like he was. Uh, he was trying to figure out who was making all the money off of the civil war, and it turned out to be a. Uh, uh, Bulldog cleanup or whatever, I can't remember. The 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 company that cleans up after superhero um, destruction. Is, yeah. There's so much. I mean what uh what's the um what's the reporter that works for J. Jonah Jameson, black guy. Uh Robbie Robertson? Robbie Robertson has a story arc in that. Oh. Where he becomes basically a war correspondent and he wears like a blue helmet.
1: <laughs> no, I don't need to read that. I'm sorry. It
0: was it was very Interesting. I can't remember where that. I think they published that as a Spider-Man title. They must have. That
1: yeah, probably was in the Spider-Man like a side one.
0: It it's so good. Yeah. It's so good, and you have such strong personalities on each side between Tony Stark, who has a good point. People
1: die. Yeah, people die. Exactly. People die. And and you know, as much as you would love to see this as the as a movie, yeah. yes, they did aspects of it, but. Um, the Fantastic Four plays a huge part, huge part in the story, and they didn't have they don't have the rights mm-hmm. to them, so you couldn't have that arc in it.
0: Right, and at the time they didn't have Spider Man. No, no, they wouldn't have Wolverine. No, they don't have Wolverine. They wouldn't have any of the so, X Men. Which you know what it is Honest, what it is. The, the Civil War I saw I liked. It was not the Civil War, but it was Captain America's Civil War. Exactly. All right,
1: Taylor. What is your number one?
0: Steve. My number one is Sandman: The Wake.
1: What? Sandman is twice on your list? Sandman's nice. on here
0: twice. It's my favorite comic in the whole wide world. It is the weirdest and best comic. I think it. I know it is better than Watchmen. I think Watchmen is overrated.
1: Ooh, that's that's the top. Shots show. fired. That's the topic Suck it, show. Alan
0: Moore. I will top five most overrated comics. Number one, Watchmen. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, they're not superheroes. They're not always superheroes. No, other people have done non superheroes. Um, so, Sam and the Wake is my favorite comic storyline because uh, the main character is dead. And he stays dead. And it ends the comic series.
1: All. This ends the whole series?
0: And for a major, major character, a flagship of the Vertigo imprint, Mm -hmm. to end, to straight up end, and stay ended is the biggest thing I can imagine. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Who stays dead? Yeah. Gwen Stacy and Uncle Ben. Not even Gwen Stacy anymore. No, they bring bring her back. She's back. Who stays dead? The Sandman. Still dead. Still dead! They did a couple of comics, but they didn't continue the storyline. They did a couple of prequel things, but Mm -hmm. he's still dead. So, this comic is not even his death. This is the a denouement. This is the the down, this is where we sweat off all the emotions of what happened before, and that doesn't happen in comics, because comics are the next issue. It's a, it ends on a, oh, can't believe this happened, wait till next issue. Oh, the Punisher showed up, can't wait till next issue. Just, and it will always end on this big upturn of, oh, but oh, you want to read more, but you can't, gotta wait till next issue, pick it up, three ninety nine. This just ends. And it ends and we can sweat off all our emotions and we can let all that drip off of us and we can really see the end and we can get a closure and there is no closure in comic books by definition, by what they are as a serialized story with pictures. There cannot but, be closure. But you got closure apparently in this story, but I got closure and this is the only story I've read where I got closure. Uh, Cap America Captain dies Cap dies yeah well but he didn't he didn't he came back he came back and I mean there are a couple of cop outs in this I'm going to get to so the way the wake works Sandman is dead Mm -hmm. through an enormous series of events through a huge fight through lots of characters basically his sister Desire won he's dead so now we have to deal with it our story has ended A story that began with him has now ended. It's ending with him. So what do we do? He's the personification of Dream. That can't disappear. No. Kind of what happens is someone else will take on his responsibilities. Someone else will be the Dream. But our pal Morpheus the Sandman is dead. So we go to a funeral. Oh, damn, dude. It's a funeral. Brothers and sisters get together. They find the ceremonial shroud in the in a cavern in a, a, a necropolis a city of the dead and deep beneath in the catacombs they find the sacred ritual they don't go into all that much but what it does is it says it shows all these people and the art is beautiful it's michael zuli and they really tried something with this one in the way comics used to work at least it was someone pencils it Someone inks over that so that you can copy it in a copier, and then someone um, uh, draws on it with colors. So what they did was they skipped the inking process. Mm-hmm. So you get these beautiful, ethereal kind of... I'm showing Steve. These beautiful, ethereal kind of uh, uh, oh, characters is... who are not as cartoony no. or not as solid and defined As other characters. There's actually beautiful artwork in there. Oh, it's gorgeous. Michael Zulli is amazing. He doesn't work as much as he used to because he's kind of dated looking now. But what we deal with here is uh, the destruction of the dreaming. Most of our favorite characters have died. Some of them are coming back. The new dream is recreating them, whether they want to be recreated. Some of them say, no, I'm dead. I'd like to be dead. I'll stay dead. And that means a lot to me Mm -hmm. that they have a chance to bring back all of our favorite characters. And just choose not to.
1: So up to um, the awake, the awakening, or I want to make the wake. The wake.
0: Uh, how many uh, issues has the Sandman? Uh, the year Sandman ran years. Oh okay. So I think it did about ten years. Oh damn! So there's probably
1: like at like uh, over hundred fifty. I'm sorry. For you. No,
0: you're okay. I was counting. I know there's 11... 11 Books, oh, like graphic yeah. novel size books of it. I'm not sure how many actual issues okay. it ran because some of those are thick and yeah, some of them are fan. thin. Um, but it, it ran for at least 10 years. I think it ran from like 89 through, oh, maybe earlier than that, mid-90s it ended. But this is an ending. So we we go to a funeral and it says, everyone was there, you were there. And it gives you a chance to catch up. You were there, Steve, oh. <laughs> because you're a part of this story cool. too. So, in the end, all the dreamers go to, everyone goes to sleep, and they go to the, the funeral for yeah. Dream. And it's all the people you've known, and it gives you a chance to catch up with everyone, and they're all sad. And I'm sad, and I'm not going to cry during this. And <laughs> I'm saying it out loud, so it doesn't happen. It's my favorite character. is dead, and he's still dead. It's been years. Yes. I read these in high school. Haven't gotten over it. But this helped. I'm glad I could help you. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks, you, dude. So we all go to the funeral, and you get to see the reactions of different characters to how he's dead. You get to see people who accept it, people who don't, people who are grieving, people who are drinking. Um, there's actually a really fun, it's just one panel, and it's Batman. And oh, Batman shows up? Batman's there, and he's it's DC Universe. That's true. Batman's that's true. there, and he's standing next to Clark Kent, and the Martian Manhunter. John Jones? John Jones. Yes. What I want to point out is John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. Green guy. Looks like him. Batman in this is clearly a Batman. He's the Batman. He has horns. He has his his basic, you know, the ears and uh, his cape and... And you can just see these weird like thumb hooks so coming you, off the shoulder. Are you telling me in dream form he is he technically is like a man bath? The Batman. Oh my god, it's awesome. In dream form, Superman is Clark Kent. He has glasses. Yeah. He has a tie, and they're just saying something, and he goes, and and, and Superman says, "Yeah, I usually dream that I'm an actor in 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 a TV series of my life. It's very strange." And Batman says, "Everyone has that dream." Classic. John Jones, Marshman, who goes? I don't. <laughs> Classic Batman. Classic Batman, and it's got a lot. It's a way to catch up with all of my characters, and it's such a a closure for me mm-hmm. that I've never gotten from any other comic. That I haven't been able to feel all the highs of a, a battle, of a fight, of an emotion, of a death, of anything, and then. The next issue we gotta get higher. The next issue we gotta get higher. We gotta get higher. We gotta get higher. And they were like, no, nah, let's go low. Super low. Low as shit. And you're gonna feel like death. So while you were
1: reading reading it, did you get a sense of it was ending like like before this? Mm-hmm. We getting a sense they were end the series or
0: it ramped up to a point where I don't know how much higher it could get, because with the Sandman, he's a character who steps into other people's lives and can kind of just be a bookend of other people's stories. Yeah. So to see, it was, um, the dreaming is under assault. It's him and his castle, and he goes, as long as I don't leave, I'll probably be okay. But he leaves, and he comes back, and he's not okay, and he's dead. Oh, shit. And, and it, you deal, he is a, a, a raven who used to be a human. And, and okay. I know, why not? His name's Matthew, he's my favorite character. And, and it's this guy, this raven, trying to deal with this. And he's like, my boss is dead. My best friend is dead. The only reason I still exist is dead. What do I do? He's like, I'm just going to quit. I quit everything. I quit everything. Fuck it. And eventually he comes to grips with it, and you get to go through a lot of stages of grieving and eventually end up in something new. Because even though the Sandman, even though Morpheus is dead, O'Neros and Greca, yeah uh there's always gonna be dreaming. You're yeah, always gonna true. dream. There's always gonna be a caretaker. He might not be the one, the cold hearted, semi hateful one we know, but he's gonna be something. And and you get to see uh all your friends that you've grown up with that you've read, you know, hundreds of pages of kind of deal with that. Yeah. And they all get a little bit of an ending. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Even the even the villains get a little bit of an ending. All right. I liked your number one. It's my number one. I like, it's something I'll never forget. Yeah. It's something I never got from any other comic storyline. Something I never got from any other series. just an ending.
1: Yeah. Okay, I mean, you got closure, like you said. I got closure. That's all you can ever ask for. And I feel good about it. That's
0: good. Glad we talked about it, Steve. So am I. Steve, do we want to real quick talk about honorable mentions?
1: Yeah, let's do it real quick.
0: Uh, I had, a Scott Pilgrim gets it together. It was my number five. I changed it at the last minute. Uh, Scott gets a job. Things are going fairly well with Ramona, but he has to fight Roxy, the fourth evil ex who is a lady. Oh. And I realized, I think the only reason I like that is a visual of Scott climbing into her bag of infinite holding. Yeah. While she roller skates away with a baseball bat. I think it's a hammer in the movie. I think it's a big hammer. Yeah, it's a big hammer. Yeah, so she has a baseball bat. She's just whacking whacking, uh, 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 Roxy with it. And and it was just a great visual, but that's not the story arc. And the story arc is much more convoluted and a little bit boring. So it it got knocked off the list. Ah,
1: gotcha. Uh, For me, I took this off my list. Uncanny X-Force, The Dark Angel Saga. So Uncanny X-Force is uh, Wolverine, Psylocke, yeah. Archangel, uh, and Phantom X, and Deadpool. Okay. This story, um, Archangel becomes
0: Apocalypse. Why not?
1: Because in their first story arc, they kill a kid Apocalypse. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, I know kid Apocalypse.
1: And he rises to the mantle of Apocalypse mm-hmm. because of um, the Shadow King gets in his mind. And everything, and they go to um a- the Age of Apocalypse timeline. It's just so good. If you ever have a chance to read it, I recommend it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna look into that. Yes, I had um, I had uh, I feel bad. I didn't pick any Marvel, and I love Marvel. Mm-hmm. But I had uh, X Factor Investigations Ooh. with uh, um Jamie Madrix, the Multiple Man, my favorite X Men. <sighs> He's getting his own movie. I heard. If they do X-Factor investigations as his own movie, I will happily watch it cuz he was in X-Men 3 and they made him a villain. <sighs> the yeah, they ruined him. It was it was easy.
1: Uh you know what man for me, I had a lot of Marvel and mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of Batman cuz I don't I don't like DC a lot. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to all the DC fanboys. It's it's
0: fair. I mean, I like I like Batman. There's a lot of misses in DC. Um, there's a lot of hits, but there's a lot of misses. Oh, uh, like for Batman, I had um, you know, Hush. Oh, Hush. That I considered Hush. I could not recall it enough to talk about.
1: It. Yeah, um, under the red hood.
0: Okay, that's a good one. Another uh, good one. And I got, that's a great one. That like is a great. A red one.
1: And I have two from um the new Fifty Two Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, the Court of Owls. Court of Owls,
0: great series. And
1: then the Death of the Family.
0: Death of the Family is, is one of the biggest news stories. Yeah. I mean, what's so great is Death of the Family, and you're like, all right, here we go. Someone's going to die. And no one dies in Death of the Family but then Grant Morrison's uh, Batman Inc., he kills Damien. He kills Damien, yeah. It's a, it's a feint. It's over here. We were looking here, and it wasn't. It was over here in Batman Inc. Oh, ah,
1: it's, it's Batman for you. And that's about it, man. Like I said, I have a few other Marvels on here. Uh, old Man Logan.
0: Marvel Zombies, I thought about. Oh, Marvel
1: Zombies is a good one.
0: I wanted to do um, Ash versus the uh, Marvel Zombies, but then I I found it. And it's super dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's super dumb. I was like, oh, man, I remember this being better. Shit.
1: Shit. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, we'll, we might come back to the subject. We might break it down even further. I, I'm sure we will so, revisit
0: this. I am absolutely
1: Tale, sure. I'm glad we did this. I was glad to be back.
0: Glad to have you, Steve. This has been Top 5 Podcast. I'm supposed to say a bunch of stuff. Look for us on iTunes. If we're not on iTunes already, that's coming up. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, The SoundCloud app is much better than the SoundCloud website. Make sure you download that. I'm not getting paid to say that. I should be getting paid to say that. Uh, uh, Rate and review if we're on iTunes. Uh, What else am I supposed to say? Uh, Our theme song is by Feast of the Superb Owl. It is called Toast to Golden Moons. Great bunch of guys. Support them any way you can. Uh, Look for us next week. On Thursdays, this has been Top Five Podcast. I'm Taylor Metris. I'm Steve Roselli. Thanks for listening. Stay frosty. Stay frosty, Pony Boy. That's not right. <laughs> Who said That's that? <laughs>